Now, I love my coffee. It's probably the one thing I truly do cherish on this godforsaken mud ball called Earth. And what I'm trying to say is that most examiners use a clipboard. <laughs> I don't believe in them. What I do believe in is my cup of coffee. Now, that coffee is hot, filled right to the brick. If it's spilled on me, it probably burn me, huh? Speak up, son! Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes to get burned, do they? No. So it's real simple. You burn me, you fail. You don't, you pass. It's as simple as that. Freestyle some garbage? I can do that. Okay. Let's see. No, cut it off. Yeah. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fast Day with Films. I just wanted the effort. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Should we start this again? No, 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 no. I love it. Uh, well, what's been happening with everyone? Oh, good movies. Yeah, happened. you saw some good movies. I saw. You didn't see any good movies. Uh, Me I and Justin saw a good movie that yeah. everyone has been shit. I know. I don't understand so it. So hard, dude. man. I what can't remember the, that X Men movie, the Dark, oh, the Dark Phoenix. The, all I hear is it's going to so go bad. down as losing the most money and blah blah blah. I don't understand it. At some point in the movie, I turned or at the end of the movie, I said to Justin, I said, "That's the best X Men movie I've ever seen." Yeah. Really? It, yeah. it certainly didn't follow the Dark Phoenix saga. I think that's what most people are pissed off that they're still not following. If they followed it like to the letter to the comic, it would have to be almost two or three books mm-hmm. because uh, or movies. Yeah. Because the books were like it was over like a seven or eight uh, book series, the Dark Phoenix series. It's a, and it, and it, it was a helped, book or it had a comic book? The comic book. It's, it's an but it dealt with series. like the, the Hellfire Club. I don't know if they were, but was that ever in the cartoons, the Hellfire Club? Oh, uh, I don't that think so. That was kind of like a secret society that kind of worked to, to get this thing uh, to happen. And So it wasn't what people thought, but it was a shitload better than The Last Stand. No one is denying that, but... I don't know what people are complaining about. The action was awesome. Yeah. The characters were great. The actors were great. The I mean, last 35 minutes of the movie were incredible. And the, and the stuff with an infected her when he was in space. I yeah. love that stuff, yeah. man. I thought yeah. it was awesome. I was. They needed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they needed a million more of me people yeah, like me. Right? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the critics I don't took take a giant it. dump on it. Like, yeah. I don't really. Well, even the fans. If you've gone to any of those comic like blogs and mm-hmm. gone through the, uh, the things, and woo, man. They like beaten it to death. Well, I like literally it. like one out of every like seven or eight people thought it was good, and I was like, wow, I'm definitely in the minority on this one. Yeah, see, that's that's where I stay. Rotten Tomatoes, thirteen <laughs> percent. That's my kind of movie. I don't know. That's why you just can't trust anybody. People like what they're gonna like, and I I like cheesy action stuff, but I like high level, high quality Oscar winning films too. You know and. It depends what you're going to. I mean, what yeah. are you expecting? You're going in to see an X-Men movie. I want action. I want some cool fantasy. I want to see then, stuff I haven't seen before. Yeah. And then sometimes you want to see Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I want to see the candy bar. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's uh, I, I just forget his name. Who's the guy that plays Charles Xavier? Uh, McAvoy. It's amazing how different he is from Split to that. Then again, when I was watching it, for some reason, I, it came back to Split a lot. When I he had, was bald. Yeah. When he was bald. When I was, but I when was he had bald. hair, yeah. didn't even didn't even come to it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was impressed with you know his ability to at least do that for yeah. me. You There's know? two movies I watched that I actually avoid. I watched this weekend. My girl was gone for the weekend, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch a couple movies that I've been putting off or haven't seen yet. And there were two movies that I wanted to see in the theater but never got to see, and I, and also got kind of ripped by critics here and there. And so I kind of stayed away from them. One of them was uh, Solo, the Star oh, Wars story. Oh, oh, oh that's uh, right. 
What do you think? I was thinking the Mario Van Peebles oh, with no. Solo. <laughs> no, <laughs> no Star Wars you would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was incredible. I loved it. Yeah. I, I thought, I was like, man, this is what they need to be doing. They need to and do that one offshoots. Get some bad reviews, too? It got bad reviews, but it had some good stuff going on it. But mm. the action was incredible, and it was super funny, and there were so many great callbacks to it. I would totally recommend that to anybody, and I'd, I'd totally watch it again. Uh, Did they show how Chewie and him met? Yeah, it was Did awesome, they? man. And it was uh, uh I'll give you it. a mild spoiler is uh hand shot first. Hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hand did some shit and they were like describing that they were gonna throw him in this pit with like the rancor monster type of creature yeah oh we he'll rip your arms off and everything and it's and it's chewy oh nice and chewy looks evil man he looks vicious and pissed Ugh. off like he's been like oh, he's chewy? in a pit yeah. chewy is the monster Mo- chewy's the monster so he comes out of nowhere and they're th- he's throwing hand around and beating the shit out of him and all of a sudden right before uh, Chewie's gonna choke uh, Han. Han speaks Wookie to him, and he stops. Oh wow! And then he he says to him real quick. He says, "We need to get out of here. I can help. You can help me get out of here, and I help you get out of here." And that, like boom, like that. He's like, "Let's do this." That's awesome. And they devise this thing <laughs> where they're pretending to beat each other up, and and then they uh, make the guards on top. Uh, Where'd he learn fucking Wookie? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, he's a world traveler. Uh, oh, yeah, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. He's a smuggler, so it goes stands to reason he probably That's speak true. a little bit of every language. But uh, it was phenomenal. I loved it. The action, and they had a lot of heist scenes. There was a great train sequence where they were on top of the train that was spinning, going through tunnels and shit. And Woody Harrelson was was really good in it too, as like one of the uh, like kind of rogue leaders and everything. So you got to see him go on that Kessel run that he's been talking about forever. <laughs> yeah, and how twelve parsecs. Yeah, how he kind of cheated his way through it, and it was really really fun, <laughs> man. And I loved every minute of it. It even the end. The that's uh, crazy. The Lando Carizian, uh, what's his name, Childish Gambino, uh, uh, Daniel Glover, uh, mm. played him, and uh, he was awesome. I oh, mean, yeah? I c- couldn't say that you thought of Han Solo every time you saw this kid who played him, but you thought of Lan- uh, uh, Billy D. Williams every time you saw yeah. uh, Don Glover on screen. <laughs> Billy D. Billy D. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great, uh, great uh, card game they're playing, and Han Solo gets like the upper hand on him at the uh, at the end, and it led to a great funny moment, and uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Hell yeah! And the other one that I highly recommend uh, everyone, we really need to watch it next time you're over, is that Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh and yeah, so incredible! That's the man. trailer you showed me. Yeah. yeah, it's so great. It's like a it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie or a, identity. Uh, or it's, it very has an identity feel to it where the beginning of the movie there's just like six strangers come to a hotel and you don't know what they're there. Well, before that, you get to see, uh, in a mild spoiler, but this is how the movie starts. So it's a spoiler for only the first three minutes of the movie. You get to see, and he's only in shadows. I know it's him because I'm you kind of I'm really looking for him. And I saw his name and that was <laughs> going to be in the credits was, uh, what's his name, Ron Swanson? From Parks and Rec, yeah, what's yeah. his name in real life? I can't remember. He'll yeah. always be he always Ron, Ron to me. Swanson to me. But uh, he's, you see him like really uh, carefully cut open the floor of this hotel room that he's in, and peel he peels back the uh, the thing. He uh, drops a big bag of money in there. He sands everything down. He pr- he makes it pristine. Like there's no way anyone's gonna know anything's in this unless someone triggers somebody that they are. Right. So and then right when he gets it, the door knock and the knock the guy comes in and shoots him right in the back and he falls dead on the ground oh damn uh so it busts forward to like i think 10 years later and you get see these six strangers come to this hotel and this is the same writer and director as uh cabin in the woods oh dope. and uh uh the same writer at least and uh so you got john ham who's the uh who's from mad men you've got jeff bridges uh 
what's his name? He's uh, the dude. He's the dude, and a couple other characters. <laughs> In case and, you didn't uh, know. He's he's dressed as a priest, and uh, you don't know why any of them's there. And John Hamm immediately goes into his room, and he starts. You could tell he's he looks like he's FBI. He's got that he's dressed like it, and he starts opening his phone uh, in the room. And this is like the '60s where this took, takes place. Mm. And he pulls a bug out and he put, lays it on the uh, like a microphone bug. Yeah, lays it on the. Uh, what like coffee table or something and he continues around the room until he's got 26 of them holy laid shit out. yeah and he picks this weird door and he goes in it and there's this hallway and when he goes down the hallway through the mirrors to all the rooms he can see into it so there's a great tracking shot uh, of him going down the hallway and you see jeff bridges pulling the floors apart oh, and they wow. go to the next room and you see that uh, a woman going through the ventilation shaft and then in another one there's a girl who's melanie griffith's daughter i forgot she was in this and her front door is open and she's dragging this unconscious woman into the room oh shit and so that's how the movie starts you're like who are these people yeah. what are they doing and what's going on and why why have they all kind of come here at the same time and yeah. chris helmsworth is in it and he's a badass oh nice man so uh yeah i remember check it out it's at Redbox and it's on uh hbo i remember seeing the trailer for it and wanting to go see it but like Uh, i swear it was in the theater it it was in the theater for like three weeks yeah it was around the same time as hotel artemis yeah Uh, and then it was just like a blink of an eye it was gone yeah so good so definitely check it out so what are we talking about this week well it's funny you should ask (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna bring us back old school we're gonna go back to high school hell yes (laughs) High school films, at least. 80 million. <laughs> and uh, there's no rules. I mean, this can be high school films from uh, modern age all the way back to the 60s if you want to if you want to do, like, Rebel Without a Cause all of a sudden. Boom. Busting this Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> Horror movies, comedies. High school films have always been this great kind of genre into itself, you know. Uh, a lot of times in the 80s, certainly it was connected with comedy, big time. John Hughes and... You immediately think, and I've kind of avoided, I don't know about you guys' list, but I've avoided like John Hughes films because we've talked about them enough. Yeah. You can only oh, talk yeah. about can only do Breakfast weird, Club weird and 16 and, Candles and yeah. Days and Confused. I mean, those are all fantastic films. I stayed but, away from Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is a good one. Uh, there's a lot of great. We could easily have, if we hadn't already talked about a shitload of movies already, this could have been like a three parter if we oh, wanted yeah. to. So I kind of narrowed it down to some really uh, greats that I hadn't talked about in a while. And uh, I just picked okay movies. Okay movies, just (laughs) (laughs) mediocre at best. (laughs) You took all the greats. (laughs) I have one great, and then the rest are just. Here's a weird thing, and this will never happen again unless maybe we did this category again. Almost all of mine are comedies. Oh, nice! All in the same theme. I have three comedies and two actions. I have yeah. How about you? And I never pick comedies. I got three comedies, one action, one drama. One drama, nice, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, how was that? Before we go into the movies, what's great about these movies is a lot of the similarities between it. The clicks, there's always clicks. Oh yeah, there's just always. How was everyone's high school kind of? <laughs> well, you know mine. <laughs> well, I know yours, but the listeners don't. Yours. <laughs> we and I said this to my wife last not, night. Not we. I was out of uh, no, no. We, school. as in me and my classmates. All six of them? Oh. <laughs> there was like, I, I graduated, I think there was seven or eight in my graduating class. You, you went through high school at yeah. Christian, private school. And it, there wasn't really, there was, if, if there were cliques, they were very loosely felt. Yeah. Like there was a, those of us that were good at sports, there was those of us that were good in academia. Mm-hmm. When it's there was, so small. There was some that had money and some that didn't. Didn't and you I guess, have a lot of classes that were also with juniors too? Oh, the, the no? junior and senior classes were kind of connected. Junior and seniors were together. 
and but you uh, had different curriculum ninth and tenth grade no well because we did when i was at the christian school like we i was in fifth and sixth grade seventh and eighth had students. the same curriculum when i was in it not in fifth and sixth when i was in fifth and sixth half separated. the class did one thing and the other oh, half the no. class did something else and which is fine because they just rotated the classes each year so yeah. you got your class but you did u.s history with the seniors yeah and then you did you know calculus when those seniors were gone with the people behind you mm. so yeah and you didn't have to you didn't get to experience. i was good at sports and we weren't poor so yeah. i had a decent experience there was some and you didn't deal with when you'd have to deal with 400 other kids and clicks and uh problems and bullies well, and everything else when i went to the story when i went to um qualter's middle school yeah. for that one you got year. to experience that there yeah, yeah. i uh i carried all my books with me in a book bag and never used my locker i did that because in high because <laughs> All the shit that ever happened was right around the lockers. Yeah. And if yeah. I just went from class to class with my book bag, and nobody gave me shit because um, yeah, Uncle Jack was... Uh, Vice principal. At, no, at the time he, I went, he was a guidance counselor. That's right. Then he went he was the principal. one that disciplined everybody. Yeah. Well, well vice principal dealt with the... He was vice principal for the longest time. Though. Yeah, but yeah. when he when I was there in fifth yeah. grade or sixth grade, he was... Fifth grade, he yeah. was the uh, guidance counselor. Prior, I remember he had to draw with all the... Numchucks and Chinese stars and firecrackers <laughs> and knives that he confiscated from people. How about you, Justin? What was your high school experience? What clique were you in? I was not really in one. I just kind you of kinda, you went through all the because there were people that would go through. Yeah, all the Yeah, I just kind of chameleoned. Yeah. That with guy people. Danny Bird was that yep, kid. Yep. No, there um, is that people. I had you know like my my closer group. Where of did friends, you go to school? Uh, Buholtz in Florida. Yeah, oh, nice. here um, and. Like, my closer group of friends played football, but then they all had their football friends, you know what I mean? So, like, they all hung out with them. You had an intricate part towards that, those games, didn't you? <laughs> that's right, yeah. I was, the, uh, I was the mascot. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, like, uh, then, you know, I had, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't really not get along with anybody if it was the goth yeah, or, that makes sense. you know, like, I, I just, you know. Me, I found my click <laughs> shortly <laughs> because I was coming. I was concerned because I came right from Christian school, and I went through junior high basically in Christian school, and then I got thrown into high school after not experiencing high school for like basically four or five years at the Christian school. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew I was going to have to. Luckily, I, I blended really well with the the honors kids and the metalheads mm-hmm. really well, mm-hmm. or alternative kids, I guess we would call them. So my clique was basically the smart kind of uh, metalheads, mm-hmm. I guess you would call it. But we we were not, I don't think I was ever really bullied uh, in high school. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple little minor instances when I was a freshman uh, and everything, but I just kind of chalked that up and to that's the, what every freshman's going to deal with. <clears throat> by the time you were a junior, we, we weren't living in at home yeah you were we were, you were out of the house yeah, you in were an dating, apartment and you were and dating somebody that was in my class yeah uh and most people knew me but i was the long-haired kid that i think my senior year i only wore iron maiden shirts huh. i'm sure there's people at that graduating year could mention the kid in the iron maiden shirt yeah. that, that would be me. i literally i had like 12 iron maiden shirts and i just would rotate them every day uh and my hair i got super long over the summertime and everything but uh it was a fun time, but I didn't get to experience some of the horrible things that we'll be talking about today. <laughs> well, yeah, and and my wife Maria, she went to like alternative school too, yeah. which kind of high school sucks, man. Help I mean, avoid really some sucks. of those clicks because she wasn't in the. If you could go back years. to yourself in high school and say, "I had this a, absolutely does not matter," I'd Just, say, "Run!" Yeah. <laughs> I had a great time in high school. Yeah, 
That's good. My high school I, experience. I, I bet a lot great. of people can. I had a absolutely really great time, and I didn't finish, so I ended up going to get my GED. So that was my high school experience. I had more I fun outside of high school during high school. You know, yeah. like with my friends after school and over the weekends. I had fun then, and when we, and I, I was a really good student, and I was more interested. I was not probably a little a bit more interested student. in in uh, in the classes than most people, so I didn't get to experience some probably some of the more fun stuff. Uh, like uh, a lot more clubs and after school stuff. Even though I did, I was a member of like the chess club, and we never played chess once. We only played uh, <laughs> we only played role playing games, and the teacher didn't mind. So. I think I did ten days. I think I only ten times that I ever do homework outside of school. <laughs> That's <crazy. laughs> I did it on in the car on the yeah. way. Or study halls right before class, or in study halls. Yeah. When I got discipline later, I used to do them in study halls for the next day. Mm-hmm. I spent my entire senior year. If you senior year, you know, I was usually kind of a coast year, anyways. Yeah, because I had a study hall and I did nothing for the entire year but read Stephen King books, and I, I read every single Stephen King book by the time I got out of my senior year. That was fun. All right, let's go through someone else's experiences. <laughs> Ours wasn't as more exciting as some of the people on here. Certainly on mine. I don't know about you guys. All right, Justin, let's start with you. Well, uh, let's go with a fucked up experience and go with 1998, your boy Elijah Wood, The Faculty. I love The Faculty, man. This was a good movie. It was an awesome movie. It was a horror movie, right? Horror movie, saw it in the theater, loved it. This was, uh, I think Kevin Williams did this uh, movie, and it starred a major cast here. Yeah. So we got, what, Josh Hart? The guy from Terminator, is he in there? Yeah, Yeah, Robert 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 Patrick. Robert Patrick. Uh, a lot of it's because you had both the teachers was a good casting of the teachers and a great casting of the students. So the teachers, you had who was the the woman from Twin Peaks with the red hair, the uh, the older woman, uh, pa- was it uh, Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie, yeah. yep, she was one of the teachers. Terry. There was the guy that uh, the guy from Lord of Illusions that uh, committed suicide later in life. Uh, oh, I'm not sure which one that is, but I can. I mean, then you've also there it is, bottom right. Uh, Daniel Von Bargen. Yeah, Daniel Von Bargen, man. Mm-hmm. He was uh, George's boss on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. wow. Um, yeah, and then let's see. You've what also got Selma Hayek. Selma um, Hayek, Famke. Famke yeah. was in this. Oh, Famke Janssen. Famke Janssen was in this. Um, uh, but then the kids, you had one a my lot of Bond, One of my favorite Bond villains. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She was good. <laughs> <laughs> on a top. On a top. <laughs> what a silly name. <laughs> They're all silly. The kids, though, were great. Uh, Elijah Wood, Josh Harnett, the uh, the big kid from uh, Alpha Dog, the one that kept quiet until the end. We had to kill everyone and put him in the graves. Sean Hattosi. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. the jock in this movie. Uh, oh, John was Stewart was the was one of the teachers, right. too. I forgot yeah. John Stewart. He I remember him turning. And he was, yeah, when they he he was good, too. Yeah, yeah he, he was. Until he turned. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant he was a good actor. Yeah. Usher. Yeah, Usher was in and it. John and Stewart did his most uh, publicized thing ever this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Who's that? Speaking in Congress. Did you see John Stewart speaking? He was yeah, calling dude. out all the I, reps. I didn't get to see the... Uh, I saw the quote. It was powerful. You know, yeah, it was that's powerful awesome, shit, man. man. He, he lost it a couple times during there. Yeah. But then you also had Clea Duvall playing the kind of weird goth girl yeah. who I love. She's in this season of uh, The Handmaid's Tale. And uh, I loved her in that uh, Helter Skelter. She played one of Manson's uh, followers. Uh, Manson's followers. Oh, really? Yep, she was great in that. Yeah, so, I mean, basically they discover this, like, dried-up, shriveled little animal, mm-hmm. um, and they bring it to Jon Stewart, and he starts looking at it under a micro- uh, microscope. And Special he's, effects weren't as fantastic. Yeah, no, what year was this? 90s? Uh, 90s? 98. Yeah. 98. Um, so yeah. It, it was on the cusp. So you yeah. could see. It's like when the creature was... When did Lord of the Rings come out? Yeah. 
Uh, 2002, yeah. maybe 2001. That's how I always know. That, yeah. I use that digital as the fire. benchmark for the digital stuff. Well, yeah. Digital Fire yeah. became available during but the even the, how they filled the crowds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the yeah, battle scenes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was next level. So that was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, they think that it's dead, and uh, somehow, some way, they spill some water on it. Oh, and shit. it starts to move around. Like a gremlin. Yeah, right? So uh, John Stewart takes it and puts it into the fish tank, mm-hmm. and there's no fish in this fish tank for some reason. Um, and it it's goes in there, and, yeah, <laughs> and it it, uh, it wakes up and starts Fish, swimming around. Digital fishery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wakes up and starts swimming around, and then it replicates itself. Mm. Um, and he goes and he puts his hand down in there to try and grab yeah, one. So such a fun movie. Yeah, and it and it bites him, and that ends up infecting him. And so like, there it's just like a, a an, it's, it's like, like an invasion uh, of the body yeah, yeah, smashers. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, or they like had those uh, moments where you didn't, know, you didn't know if somebody turned yeah, or not turned. Slither. Yeah, absolutely. Like, is this a person or is this a thing? A thing it's actually yeah. exactly like Slither if it, if it wasn't as gross. Like Slither is very juicy and gross yeah. and nasty. Yeah. And faculty really isn't. Yeah. And it's just, eventually it just becomes the, and we should mention the music was awesome in this movie. Oh, yeah, too. it was. Remember with that redo of the uh, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 during the football game? It was like a, it was almost like Marilyn Manson, Manson doing yeah. Another Brick in the Wall. Oh, wow. And it was really great. And that's when Robert Pattinson was like, I uh, had his arms folded yeah. around looking at the crowd and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was great. But this eventually just became the teachers versus the students. Yeah. You know, and that's what was fun about it. Yeah. And I love the... Uh, <laughs> I got that movie. The different classes, you know, that uh, because Harnett was the kind of drug dealer and everything. And really yeah. he had the... Uh, the pens. The pens, you know. Which I don't know what that drug was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. Like no, it, it was... It well, was, they realized that anyone infected couldn't take it. Yeah. You know, couldn't snort it. Remember at that... Uh, they have the blonde girl eventually becomes infected and they show at the end, remember they show her nose to like seal up yeah. and as it's going up and yeah. it kind of goes down and yeah. she doesn't actually snort it. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun she's movie. She's like as hell at the end of that movie. Yeah. She's too. just walking she around just naked walks for like around the last in like 10 the, minutes was of the movie. it like the pool area or something like that? It's in like, like the locker room Yeah, the, the locker room. Area. She's just like yeah. butt ass naked walking through but yeah. she becomes this, this was big, this around the same time as like When did mimic, species come out? Species earlier than this for sure. Yeah, I think but, that was like but if you think maybe. species, you think replica, you think mimic. Those are all yeah. like mm-hmm. those kind of body horror. Not like the body horror from the eighties. That was more <laughs> like these people will just become these creatures instead of just their arms or something like that. Yeah, which, they which were did very, happen. In, they uh, were very shape shifty, and yeah. also, um, and I always just say her name wrong. Fumka. Fumka. Yeah, Fumka Janssen. Um, she becomes infected as well, yeah. and at one point, her and uh, Josh Hartnett are mm-hmm. fighting. And she, like, gets into his car, he's speeding along, and he, like, wrecks, I think, you know. Well, she gets decapitated. (laughs) And all of a sudden, her head just, like, sprouts legs Mm -hmm. and starts walking around. And, like, then they show in the background. Her body. Yeah, yeah, her her body's body's looking for her head. Like, you know, it was really neat. It was crazy, man. But it was fun. It was, you know, back in the day, it was kind of intense and... uh, it had a lot of big stars that became huge off yeah. of that movie too. I mean, and, you look where everyone's career went. It was, and luckily that was not my high school experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't infect everybody. There were people in that school that had no clue that what was going yeah, on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a great time. <laughs> All right, Dave. How about yours? All right, this movie. I, when I first saw it, I loved it. Uh, I played in a band that was named after a character in this <laughs> movie for years. Um, Very random character name that I yeah. went to guess. And, and it has one it. of my f- 
favorite lines from probably my favorite top ten favorite lines from any movie ever. And this is Heather's. Mm. Did we use that line as a title? We of used the line episode? as a title. <laughs> yeah. like, I love my dead gay son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, guys really. That, there was a twist in this movie that you didn't realize when we first saw it, at least, how dark it was going to be. Yeah. Like, holy shit. You knew it was going to kill people. Is this, yeah. is this Winona Ryder and yes. Christian Slater? Christian Slater. Okay. And, and this was early on in Christian Slater's career, man. He started, like, with this movie, and this mm-hmm. movie kind of springboarded him to, like, pump up the volume and a whole bunch of different yeah. stuff that he eventually did. Gleaming the Cube. Yep. And I think, yeah, Young Gleaming Guns. the Cube was Ooh. either... Do. Yeah. <laughs> Part do. <laughs> the, uh, that ballad of, uh, what is it, the one that you like with Supergirl? in it the uh, Billy Jean oh yeah yeah the legend that was like Jean. one of his first first movies yeah. he was great that, in Bobby uh, oh, he the, was the kitchen manager the one about uh, in, yeah. in Bobby the Emilio Estevez uh, movie about uh, about, a uh, about Robert Kennedy Robert Kennedy at the, yeah. at the hotel yeah mm-hmm. it's Emilio Estevez directed that yeah, huh. yeah. Was, I haven't seen that I saw it once phenomenal and I liked it, it was I thought great. it was really good it, a lot of good actors it, in it. and it was a completely it was just a completely different movie than you thought it was going to be. I felt bad for Christian Slater for the longest time because he was trying to to get into television, and every show that he was on got canceled oh, one after another and after bad. another until that Mr. Robot came out. And, that and was then, good. and then from what I hear, I heard it's phenomenal, but I haven't seen hmm. it. That's where that guy who played Freddie Mercury came from. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. that robot guy. Yeah, yeah. But Christian Slater, I guess, was the creator of him, and huh. he got like four or five awards off of oh, that nice. for the whatever season for him. I on. always liked him. That's why I was, Cuffs, I was happy. one of my favorite comedies. I love Cuffs. Yep. I, he was this a big part was, of the 80s. My, my band name was Martha Dump Truck. <laughs> and it was that overweight girl that got hit. That, her name was like Martha something that rhymes with Dump Truck. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. And they just called her Martha Dump Truck. Yeah. And, uh, but this was a great teenage movie about Showed class system for sure yeah and so there was these girls Saren Doherty was one of them yeah. Winona Ryder was trying to be one of them they were called the Heathers mm-hmm. and they all named themselves renamed themselves Heather and they were rich and they were super bitches. super rich mm-hmm. and just and made fun of other people made fun and tortured other people and then Christian Slater shows up as kind of the James Dean of the new school he's got a motorcycle his dad lets him do he whatever he wants <laughs> <laughs> there were, his Relationship with his dad is one of the weirdest. Who played his dad in this movie? I, can't I don't remember. even remember. Huh. I just remember how they would, he would, when they were in the room, the dad would call Christian Slater dad, and Christian Slater would call him son, and they would have like a weird back hmm. and forth. But you would think that character would have kind of a weird home life, anyways. So yeah, I remember his mother died, yeah. waving to him from the window. That's when right. It, when That's he right. Got, blew up the when his dad dem- demoed the building, yeah. the mother went in there. Anyways, so Winona Ryder meets Christian Slater, and she, at, when she met him, he just she just thought he was that kind of weird outcast. She didn't realize how absolutely insane, yeah, insane and, he was, and deranged. Yeah, yeah. and they were they dangerous were, too. They were, you know, joking about we should kill the lead sorority girl or whatever. Well, they poisoned her. Yeah, remember, but she they, fell. She the, didn't know that. The glass remember, table. but Winona Ryder didn't. Yeah, didn't, she didn't know that. She had didn't anything know to do with Christian. Slater. That, was, that was a great death scene. Yeah. Her fall into yeah. that glass right table. Glass table. Ooh, it was awesome. The, but you realize how fucked up it was when they went to the woods. When yeah. they went to the woods, and, and that was a ruse on Winona, right? Like Christian said, there's These blanks are, or something else. They were called like maybe? dead bullets, yeah. where they just pierce your skin she, and they hurt like hell. Yeah. They brought these two guys to the woods under this kind of uh, ruse. Football that, players. They were gonna that they were going to have a threesome with uh, Winona Ryder, and uh, turned out that 
they were just getting the guys out in the woods and getting them naked and everything, and they were gonna kill them and make it look like they were on some like uh, gay, had some gay affair together. That's where that line. That's of, right. Uh, yeah. I but love my dead gay the, son. The best part of that entire yeah. scene. It, you, well, you can tell it. Well, they. When Owner Ryder's super thrilled. They got him there. They pull their guns out, and they they just want to scare the when Owner Ryder at least just wants to scare the shit out of him, make him shit their pants because of the gun on him and everything, and fires and boom, there's real bullets in there, and she just shoots that guy in the in the fucking head, and Christian Slater pops out and kills the other guy, and she's just like, "What the hell have we done?" Type of thing. Oof. And the, but they leave that care basket. Remember the cops find oh the cops find the. A basket. That's how they thought they were gay. Yeah. They pull out. It was like stud magazine. But Lube then they pull the out. Stuff, yeah. No. But then they pulled out the bottled water, and they're like, "I knew it." Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like you didn't drink God. bottled water back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the scene from. And I could have put this on the uh, movie. Uh, but I'm a cheerleader. You ever yeah, seen? But I'm no. a cheerleader no. with. Uh, uh, she's from American Pie, the in uh, Orange and New Black. But they find uh, they have to send her to conversion camp. It's super funny. Oh, I heard uh, about the conversion this movie. camp is run by RuPaul. Movie. Yeah, uh, and huh. uh, they find tofu in her locker. Oh, look what we found! We knew you were a lesbian. Yeah, he pulled that. One of the cops showed the other cop the bottled water. That's hilarious. Yeah, then it goes into that more the the funeral scene where he throws himself on the casket. I love that gay song. Such a great line. But yeah, it goes all the way down to, and you didn't realize watching this how far they were going to take this fucking he thing, too. Fucking call, he put a bunch of dynamite under the, under the school. Under the, or under like the bleachers the, during the, bleachers, the yeah. prep rally. Did he it was go gonna, off? Yeah, it blew up. Because remember, she's sitting there all scorched with the cigarette yeah, in her mouth she, at the end? Yeah, but she... No, it wasn't, yeah. She deactivated that, and he had some on him. That's right. He blew himself and up. And he blew himself up on the steps. And like, it was dark, man. And this was, was a time dark. period where there weren't many dark, dark movies mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, you can't do that today. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. School yeah. shootings is still too early, and they happen every other week. Yeah, I was so. going to say too early. Yeah, yeah, it's not too early. It's I put Elephant like, on my high school movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Heather's a great one, man. Whereas another awesome one that in this I was telling my uh, my wife that when this movie came out there's several movies in the 90s that everyone saw them in the theater you know it wasn't even a question of did you see this in the theater it's more how many times you have you right. seen it or have you seen it yet it, and they intended to go see it mm. one of them was Home Alone everyone had seen Home Alone oh, yeah. another one was Wayne's World remember how everyone saw Wayne's World like multiple times in the theater yeah. and that's all they could talk about well this time period 92 this was that movie too and this was Encino Man oh yeah uh, everyone had seen Encino Man had an amazing cast this is where we were introduced to Polly Shore for the first time well we knew him a little bit prior to this and because Brandon MTV Fraser, probably. yeah uh, uh, what's that? Brandon Fraser. Yep, this was also Brandon Fraser's one of his first movies because George after this, Weezy of the George Jewish. in the Jungle, yeah, fame. yeah, George <laughs> in the Jungle. Fame. Oh man, he's a great actor though. He doesn't do enough shit. Uh, Brandon Fraser. Who I love was, Brandon Fraser. Was it uh, Sean, Astin. Sean Astin? Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. And the uh, bad guy, the the bully in the movie was uh, Michael Deloise. Uh, yeah, uh, he was awesome. Uh, he went on to do some really fun stuff, and he played. He was great as that shush. kind of shush. That's what I'm and this was uh, and Sean Ashton was was really great in this. Polly Shore, he was Polly so Shore, annoying because remember we saw him in he MTV. Was funny we as saw shit him on MTV for years before this came out. He was on MTV, I think, for two. I told years. you they interviewed uh, Kurt Loder. Yeah, about Spring Break. Yeah, asked him who the biggest asshole was and who got the most tail. Yeah, the biggest asshole was Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, and the Polly Shore was the yeah. guy that got the most tail because yeah. his his mom owned the. Comedy Factory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did a reality show for a little while. Oh, where, about it? Well, because he took it over. 
Oh, did um, he? And it was him he, like... He needs to run it and not be on stage. My, it's wife, funny. my wife says, what is he doing now? I said, anything he can. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, he As was a matter of fact, we're going to have him on the pod next yeah. week. <laughs> Probably the most possible lie ever told. <laughs> uh, but he's an I love you, Polly Shore. I loved him so, in these movies. He couldn't do wrong for a while. And everyone went on to do good stuff. I mean, Sean Ashton had a huge career after this. Polly Shore immediately went on to do Son-in-Law, and that blew up. Brendan Fraser went Army now was uh, that his too? Yeah, that was him yeah. after that. But Brendan Fraser went right after this. Did, did School the, Ties? Oh yeah, and School Ties was, that was huge great. for yeah. his career, man. And he did and, the Mummy. Yep, and he was great in the Mummy. Yeah, he loved really it. It was good so movies. much fun. Yeah, man. absolutely. So was. much damn fun. He knew comedy really well, but then he went on to do some great dramatic stuff like Gods and Monsters or The Quiet American, which you like a lot. Uh, he's good. Really, really good stuff, man. And he's coming back now. Uh, he had recently come out about uh, uh, the Me Too movement. He was part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he experienced the, from, a lot of from what end? No, from the uh, the from bad the, end. From the uh, someone someone uh, to try to take being inappropriate him. with him on the set and uh, different stuff like that. Him it's and almost Terry like Cruz every are the two guys that came forward. I bet you every single person in Hollywood has had an experience. I bet. that's made them uncomfortable. Well, not oh. many guys have come forward. Terry Crews and uh, and Brandon Fraser are two of the guys that did come forward, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, more people need to because it was it's horrible. But all right, let's get back to this movie. So you got this. Uh, you got these two kind of outcasts with Sean Ashton, who's obsessed with this his childhood, uh, this girl that is now dating Michael DeLuise, and his buddy Stoney, who really kind of set the standard <laughs> for an for an actor. <laughs> well, when you watch it too, I mean, he is so irreverent with what he wears and how he talks, and he created his own language there. Mm-hmm. So much so that we are still saying wheezing the Jews yeah. and not meat Buddy. group. But I love the meat group. Well, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> his cadence is just weird. Oh, it's strange, man. And but. He, he wore nothing but like uh, like pink like outfits and everything and uh, it was a, basically just a carryover of the persona he had on MTV yeah 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 he they just change that's it, what yeah. they hired and they just kind of wanted Paulie Shore to be that strange weird guy yeah, yeah. Uh, and today if you had him in the movie you would just thought he was the, the extravagant gay guy but I don't think he was playing that guy at all that he was just strange he's too like a serial killer movie so yeah. they, they were like yeah that'd be fucking hysterical. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Um, well, he should play it straight, but. <laughs> um, so weren't they like digging up the pool? Yeah, like an John Ashton happened? was working with his pool. The, uh, and no, they were just digging. They were just digging and they eventually hit something. Uh-huh. And he felt, he's like, oh, how cold this is. And Stoney went up there. He's chilling, man. It's chilling. Yeah. <laughs> so they dug him up and they brought him into the, like the garage and put heaters on it and everything. But then went to school and forgot about it and came yeah. home and it had it defrosted already. Yeah. And that was some of the best stuff is very similar to like. E.T. exploring mm-hmm. like Elliot's yeah, house yeah, yeah. is Brandon Fraser going through the TV stations yeah. and doing learning, cave paintings yeah, on the wall learning cave paintings and everything and then when they came home and he was in the room and they showed him the fire and he's jumping up and everything yeah. he's so go racing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they go through that great right said Fred song that you're too sexy montage oh yeah that's up. right and they buff you know they buff him up and now he's like this stud in high school and everything Robert Tooney was in this she was the one that was kind of obsessed with him she was that girl from empire records that mm-hmm. shaved her head uh she was also in uh, that great schwarzenegger movie where uh gabriel byrne played the devil what was that end of days oh, yeah, end yeah, of days. End of days. yeah that was, he was fun. great in that movie yeah. uh so it was fun it was a great high school movie where these kind of dorky kids kind of got a little bit more famous just be being friends with the the caveman that yeah. they dug up yeah and everything but 
I love the Michael Delavis finally found out who he was and at the prom Finds decided the Polaroids. Uh, decided to reveal it. No one thought it was odd in any way, and they all just cheered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, yeah. he's a cave the cave. The cave girl came out at the end too. That's right. What he really is? Yeah. He's a caveman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, Michael Delavis was in Gilmore Girls, and he was one of the funniest characters. Show me his picture. I forget what he looks like. He looks just like one of the Delavises. You know, the, <laughs> Peter Deloise was, was, was from on 21, 21 Jump, Jump Street. Street. Yeah, Michael Deloise, uh he just looks like him. I always know him as the guy from Gilmore Girls now because he's My, so funny uh, in it. This Jason, is, Jason Hedges' cooking show, Dom and Dahmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dom Dahmer. Deloise and yeah, yeah. Jeffrey so Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, whenever I see Michael Deloise, I say the same thing to my girl, and my girl knows exactly who he is because there's, a, there's an episode of... Uh, uh, is an episode of the Gilmore Girls where he's buying a house with his wife and he doesn't know what the term means, but he keeps saying it over and over again. He says, I'm an escrow. And he keeps <laughs> yelling, I'm an escrow. <laughs> Through the whole episode, he must say it like 10 or 15 times. So when, uh, when he comes on screen, when I was watching Encino Man, I said, look, he's an escrow. <laughs> that was immediately who he is. So yeah, I loved Encino Man and, uh, they loved him so much. Kind of, he did those cameos in Polly Shore's movies. Brendan Fraser like popped up in Son-in-Law, and then he popped up in uh, in the Army Now, uh, making doing those quick three-second kind of cameos. Mm-hmm. As I guess it's not Link who he I was don't being. Remember but his cameos in that, and I remember oh, those other funny, two man. That Son-in-Law was very. It was good. Very it was good, good dude. Yeah. I expected it to be. Sh- Sucked and it was good. No, and that actress she's gone on, she's got a new series on like Amazon now, too. That Carla Gino. Gino. I know this was his least. That's the girl from Star of the World. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that's what you know her from. Uh, she was Sin City. She has done so Sin many City. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Spy Kids. She was a mom of Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I like her in uh, the, um, what was the, uh, the movie where she had to deglove her hand? <laughs> the Stephen King movie. Oh, uh, she was the one that was up against uh, Gerald's game. She was the one that was tied to the bed and had, oh, to, had to deglove yeah, herself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, it's man. horrible. That was uh, like a one-man show for her. One-man uh, show. Degloving. Uh, Maria just told that me term. story. A two-second story. She went to this water park where they had this sw- rope swing into yeah. the water. And it had, <laughs> just la, since la, Jack had like la, a loop. La, he held la, onto la. it. And someone got twisted up. and Oh, just their thumb, thumb did it? The whole... Just bone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. I when it I happens. was when I was in shop class in high oh, school. You saw something oh, that's happened. it. Uh, oh, that's no. oh no, it's my turn now. <laughs> uh, yeah. You want to get nuts? <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the teacher was telling us. You know, he's like, "Look, you got it to make sure you take your rings off so they don't get oh, caught in anything." And he was telling us a I story. Saw a machinist. Yeah, he was <laughs> telling us a story about how one of his high school buddies was wearing his high school ring when he was playing basketball. Oh man! And went oh, to dunk, yeah. and it got. I think caught, he told me this. This almost happened. Off. And then next he sentence, got, he goes into and also girls, if you have long hair, you have to make sure that you tuck it back yeah. because it'll get caught in the drill press uh, and, and it will pull your scalp off. Uh, like oh. He Jimmy, he Jimmy Fallon almost lost his almost happened to him with his uh, yeah. ring finger. He won't wear his uh, his ring on his finger mm-hmm. anymore. I think it's around his neck. Oh wow! Uh, that he wears it because it got he did something to his hand and it got caught and they had to like cut it off or something like that. But it was it was bad. That would hurt so much. Yeah, yeah. I can't even think about it. Well, what were you gonna say before we got on that? You said it wasn't a good movie, but. Oh, that's all the way back to Polly Shore. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay, I didn't want to talk about jury duty anyways. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that movie. No, I was just going to say, the the best thing about that movie was his dog, Peanut. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Peanut was great. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was obsessed with uh, with Link. Maybe he was running around with him. Remember Richard Mauser played the uh, the dad. I loved that, oh, that yeah. scene where he went came over for dinner and they were trying to convince him that uh, he was a foreign exchange student and that they just don't from remember Estonia. It. From Estonia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's chasing the dog, but remember he catches. That's where he catches the fly during. Uh, uh, Remember, Polly Shore was like, shoot, fly. Don't yeah. bother me. You belong to my friend, Link. Yeah. <laughs> and he sucks him up and he goes, yeah. group. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. That is good. <laughs> All right. Go for it. All right. Um, I can't know. I don't know if I want to do the comedy or just get into the drama. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do gonna, it. We're going to go uh, lean on me. Uh, did you watch that video I sent you? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Had you seen that before? Mistake. No. Well, I mean, maybe I saw Is this the one with the, what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. They used to call him a joke. Yeah. Now they call him the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I sent him the link to the In Living Color. Yeah. Oh, you put chemicals in your hair? Yeah. You put chemicals in your hair? Yeah. Jump out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. David Allen Greer just jumps out the yeah. window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh my God. I love Lean on Me. This is one of those movies that if it's on and I get stuck watching it, I'll, I'll watch it. Because there's a lot of famous people that came out of this movie. But oh it was a great God, story, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Revitalize that song. Because a lot of people forget that that 80s version of Lean on Me was just a revamped version of like what I guess mm-hmm. it was the 50s or the 60s right, that originally yeah. came out. But then it, they gave it that beat in yeah. the 80s and they yeah. kind of revitalized it. No, and that's like, that's the one I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that's the, the one, one I know first. Yeah, you know? I think that's what my wife had mentioned that she, that was the one she knew. Yeah. So why don't you tell us, was there anyone in this movie that I might forget became famous other than Morgan? Um, wow, well, is that the fat kid next to him there? Jermaine Hopkins. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Has he, he gone was, on to do anything? Well, he was also in Juice um, oh, with Tupac. Um, he was in a couple other movies around that time. <laughs> All I think of him I being think, on the roof, being threatened to get thrown I off. Think you he, do crack? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, go on, jump. He's like, I don't want to jump, sir. I don't want to like, jump. You smoke crack, don't you? Don't you smoke crack? <laughs> like, yes, sir. You know, well, go on, jump. Like, you know, like, yeah. It's just, and that's the thing is like, he can't be that teacher nowadays. Oh hell no! no. Didn't he get in um, trouble for locking the school? Up? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was his constant thing. But he had like a system where people would let him know when the fire chief was coming, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. would unlock him real quick. Right, One time yeah. they caught him, and he yeah, well, they just, set him up. Yeah, you know, because up. he was locking the drug dealers Such and a great everything movie, out of the man. movie. Yeah, or out of the school. And there's similar movies to this, and I have I have another movie on it that kind of reminds me of Lean on Me, but. Taken mm. to the next. I mean, level. it opened your eyes to the type of environment that some students have to go through. Oh yeah, I mean, because I would have. Oh I mean, for sure, we didn't know. What I went to Christie school. schools. Looked like you know who the security guard was. No, Tony Todd. Really? Yep, I, I forgot about it until it. just now. Wasn't he one of the ones that he fired immediately? You're well, gone. He was, no, he, no, was he the stayed one on. That, huh? He was the one that had the key when he's That's running right. to the door. He's right. he's him. Wow, I forgot about yeah, that. Tony Todd. Um, Michael Imperial. Yeah, Michael Imperiali. Yeah, from Sopranos. Yeah. Um, Which one? He must have been a student. Sopranos? There's no way he was anyone but a student. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, spider. I was. I'm watching Goodfellas. I saw his scene yeah. this morning. Oh, let's <laughs> go fuck yourself, Tommy. Yeah. This is for you. Yeah. Well, he was as great as he was in that. He was amazing in Sopranos, man. Oh, he was so good. I saw the first four seasons, three seasons. Mom is obsessed with it. Really? She, I, she bought all the entire run of the. Is there series. like nine of them? It's like seven or eight, I think. Also, you got to mention, and I may mess up his last name here. I'm sure you Robert Giuliani. Giuliani. It's Benson, man. Oh, Benson. Yeah. Guillaume. Robert uh, Guillaume. Guillaume. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was really so, good. I don't do good with the accents. I love Robert the, Guillaume, the man. YLs. <laughs> Who else I know? Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just a, a great movie about an inner city high school and the teachers have given up on these kids, you know, and. I mean, it becomes more of a. Babysitting police, like stars in this movie too. Like, oh yeah, because they're just trying to get 
they're just trying to. It remind me a lot of the the series, The Wire, when they showed the classes that people would just had metal detectors at the front door. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, in comes Morgan Freeman, and he's going to turn this whole thing around, and you know, and he does, and you know, like it's based uh, off a true story, right? Oh yeah, is it really? Yeah, 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 sure it is. That. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, and so it basically comes down to they have to pass these standardized tests, you yeah. know, and they've they've been <laughs> still F- doing that shit even before that. I, know, I loved yeah. when they brought everyone up on stage. It said the whole you, senior class. Yeah, it's like the you, whole senior class. You guys have done nothing productive in this school. You are expelled. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah. they started rioting on the stage, and the security and Tony Todd had to yep. wrestle them and get them the fuck out of there. Yep. And then, <clears throat> really, only a couple of the parents complained. Right, yeah. But that's how bad of a home life they had. I mean, you're probably doing a more disservice than anything, because it, at least, even if they're not... I mean, not, they're not on the streets Yeah, but that's what I'm violence. saying. At least, yeah. even if they're not studying, at least they're away from whatever crazy home life they have, and they right. have some place to go. Now they're completely at home around on the streets and everything yeah. but and uh he angry wanted woman at the pta meeting man they just kept fighting him every uh kind of step of the oh way. yeah no she's um she's, she's great in this. she's super famous too What's, yeah um she made a career out regina of being, taylor yeah she made yeah. a career out of being angry <laughs> angry mom and yeah and stuff. um and you know the the one like you were talking about the song you know um when they do when he's supposed to, when everybody's supposed to know the school song, yeah. and then he busts those guys in the bathroom, yeah. you know. Oh, I love and, when he takes them back to the uh, and, teacher. Yeah, you think he, he's gonna get pissed? Oh, oh it's, it's so, so great. great! And he's like, "Congratulations!" You know, he's like, "Who told you to do this?" And oh, da da da. Man, he he started really getting angry at her, like she was gonna start crying. Or yeah, something. and then he's just like, "Congratulations! You just wrote the new school song. Yeah. Everybody needs to learn, to learn this, this song. song." You know, and like. And they I, applauded I, when she left. I still left remember, it. like, Fair Isa. Oh, yeah. You know their song you know, more yeah. than your own? I know, right? <laughs> like, you know, and I, I'll tell you, this is funny because I saw this at a young age. <laughs> we have an East Side High School here. So, like, yeah. I yeah. I always thought that that song was about, you know, when I was yeah. a kid, I always thought that song was about East Side High. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's funny. That, song, that East Side High East is like one, one, one of the, the honor roll. Like, one of the all, ten best they have in the, the nation. Is they it have, really? Yeah. That's where all the A. P students yeah. are, yeah. and they have a culinary high school culinary institute. Yeah, they've crazy. had that for a while. Yeah, yeah. I my that uh, was cool. shit. guy that I grew up with, uh, Cedric Daniels, is the football coach huh. over there. He's been doing good things for Cedric a couple Daniels. of years. Does he play for UF? Um, the name he, sounds familiar. I, I don't know if he played for UF or not. Um, you know, he he played That's football for a different pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, another movie that wasn't on here that reminded me a lot of Lean on Me was Stand and Deliver mm-hmm. uh, with Edward uh, James Olmos and uh, <laughs> the Finger Man and what's his name, uh, Blue Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, a good yeah. one, man. It was, was it was similar. It was like the same thing. He had mm-hmm. to get the test scores right, but he would actually go to people's houses to help them out and, and deal directly with the gangs and everything. So it was interesting. Dude. Total side note. Is the principal on either of y'all's list? No, but no. that was a great one. I told, uh, I told I you I, about that one. I would have put it on my list if I had a uh, way of watching it. But yeah. it's like so difficult I'm to sure. find. Yeah. That's the James Bellucci mm-hmm. uh, one that With, was really uh, good. Uh, uh, who's the other guy? Luke Gossett. Yeah, yeah. Luke Gossett. He gets in a knife good. fight in that one, doesn't he? Yeah, it was really good. But uh, yeah, lean also on very me. similar to one of the ones I have on my list. But the one I put on my list, I think, is the best of those ones. Yeah, Lean on Me is just a classic, um, and if you haven't seen it. Fucking watch it, man. Yeah, it's man. That, that's one of the ones I'm surprised they don't play like schools and stuff like that. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Dave. What do you have? All right. This one is probably one of the more lighthearted ones. Election. Ah. <laughs> this was Alexander Payne's one of his first movies too. When he started coming on people's radars before he started doing some Oscar uh, nominated movies. What else he did has he a, done about Schmidt? Okay. And uh, he he did a. 
Did you do the Descendants? That that one with uh, George Clooney's yeah, wife yeah, is dying uh-huh. uh, in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I think that's him too. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, he does really good movies. That, I saw that, that aren't straight up comedies, but they're like well, Election's probably the closest one to a straight up comedy, but deals with a lot of serious kind of situations and everything. And Election was so much damn fun, man. So Matthew Broderick. Reese Witherspoon. Who's the the kid with the football the, player? The kid from uh, American Pie. He's That's from right. American Pie. He's not one of the more famous ones. He kind of looks like Chris Evans. He's kind of the football jock. Yeah. I'm not not Stifler, sure. but the the other one. Uh, he was great in this. He, was, he played like that really likable kind of football. Yeah. Was he his, her sister? Her, no, her brother? No. Um, her the kid that kid's sister was the was the girl that was gay that also ran That's right. Was it Chris them. Klein? So there was Chris the, Klein. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it was what the three of them. Chris Klein, I don't know. Man. It was the three of them that like were that. running. So it was all about a high school election to be class president. Right. And um, Uber student. Yeah, yeah, we didn't put Rushmore on this, too. We could have right. put Rushmore on Damn. this. Damn. Rushmore's a good one. So what's her name? I forgot her name. Reese Witherspoon wanted... She was. She like had the, like the she perfect. Was like the she was Uber in every student. club. Yeah. Like she listed yeah. all the clubs. She was off and she to the was, point it was annoying to yeah, every to every teacher. single person. Right. Yeah. One every, teacher more than anyone yeah. else. Yeah. So <laughs> Matthew Broderick wanted her. Uh, he hated just, her. He just hated he her. He just yeah. wanted her to not have that exactly. caveat. <laughs> no, he he wanted her out. Just anyway. And so it was basically my favorite part of the whole worst movie. teacher of the year. You know, yeah. bad teacher. I guess that what was that Cameron Diaz? One? Yeah. This is the an. Bad teacher before when that. When she freaked out and started tearing down the election posters off oh the my wall. God, I man. That was, that was <laughs> Pick flick, man. That's what Pick she flick. put on her you look, you, you can use a cupcake. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his eyes like oh. small and shut. Oh. <laughs> she reminded me of uh, another high school movie I didn't put on my list, but it uh, was one of my alternate was Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, the c- character that Melissa Joan Hart played, who through the whole party was just trying to run around and get people to sign, sign her yearbook. yearbook. Yeah. And she reminded me a lot of the Reese Witherspoon character, but Jennifer no one gave a shit about her and they would like push her out and of the And eventually thing. they threw it in the pool. Uh, th- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she freaked out and they found it in the trash. It was awesome. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, it was a general. But she created a character like. Oh, God, man. Which was awesome. Yeah. And this was early on in her career this was pre legally blonde and uh, pre a lot of the uh different famous stuff that she went on to do uh she was phenomenal but so was matthew broderick man and matthew broderick this is when he wasn't doing he was doing movies but he wasn't doing a shitload of them and especially not playing that kind of character that he he, he kind of didn't he like killed him. somebody in a drunk oh, no, no, i don't even think he was drunk oh in real life in ireland oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he got freaked out driving on the wrong side of the road yeah. And ended up killing somebody, mm-hmm. and then dipped out of Hollywood because he was depressed yeah. for the longest time. Who is Mark, this? Matthew Broderick. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg killed somebody when he was younger, fight. like in a fist fight. Yeah. Yep. Killed I killed him. a couple of people when I was. Yeah, younger. but you weren't going to talk about yeah. that. Well, I'm famous now. That's so why you didn't enter the I Marvel wa- Universe. They <laughs> <laughs> can't have that dirt. In <laughs> uh, but one of, was one of the most memorable scenes in this movie had to have been the bee sting. Oh yeah. yeah. And I can't quite remember if it was him trying to set her up and it ended up attacking him by accident. I kind of think that's what it was. He was, he was in the backyard. I think he was spying, maybe. He was doing something or shady. trying to do... He was trying but to get over The fact him. that his eye just blew up was, like, insane. And it just made for his... Everything he was he almost was, like an Edward Rooney character, to like towards the end. Remember Rooney, like deteriorated. Yeah, and- exactly. It's very mm-hmm. like that, where everything he tried to do, he did wrong, and it just made him look bad. And she excelled that much further afterwards too. And wasn't he having an affair too at some point? There was a lot of he, kind of shady stuff happening with Matthew Broderick yeah. in the movie. 
It was it was a fun ass movie. Dude. I, yeah, I only saw it once, but I remember laughing and, and just being. I mean, it was a dark comedy. And it ramped yeah, up dark too. Comedy for sure. Like yeah. like it ramped up towards the end where people run around and trying to do things, and yeah. it, it just kind of had a cool energy to it. Didn't they like? Didn't they end up like getting together in the end or something like that? Like she graduated and came back, or they? Uh, they she went remember. on to clerk for the senator. Remember, he threw the milkshake at the back of the limo as <laughs> oh, it was pulling away. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah, it but it was good. One, yeah. All right, my next one here, and this is one that we grew up watching over and over and over again. We were when we were at the Christian school was 1988's License to Drive. Yeah, oh, I love License to Drive. I pulled the up. Corys. Were they both in this one? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Shit, yeah, that yeah. was in their contract, man. Yeah, <laughs> probably in that was time too. period. It's like we went from Lost Boys to do License to Drive, and yeah. then we went on to do Dream a Little Dream. Yeah. Uh, but and we also had the great Heather Graham in this, who was everyone was obsessed with. Uh, Mercedes. Knew nothing, huh? She one of her first things. No, she had done uh, Drugstore Cowboy. Oh, that's yeah. right. She was uh, famous in Drugstore Cowboy, and she had done Twin Peaks. Uh, I don't so. even remember. She was in the second Twin Peaks? Uh, season second two? season, yeah. She was the uh, uh, waitress at the, at the cafe. Devilar? At the cafe. She, and she was one of the girls that uh, Wyndham Earl was after. Oh, I see. Eventually. I just uh, love the line there. where his dad... Girl girl. Where his dad, like... He, I think his dad throws him the keys, at, you know, and he's like, oh, I don't need a Cadillac. I've got a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, there are so many individual funny ass I know scenes in this movie. Uh, yesterday, I jumped forward. I, I own the movie, and I put it on because I, uh, I wanted to watch the DMV scene with Uncle Phil from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I love my coffee. Uh, I love my coffee. <laughs> if, it, if it's spilled, it probably burned me, right? Yeah. I don't want to be burned, do I? <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. Just the parallel between his experience and on his the DMV sisters. and his sisters. Yeah. Let's see how you handle this hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's or, make a right up here. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Yeah. Uh, and I, like, I just when, remember they're going to have him parallel park, and he's like, here? What am I stuttering? Here. Yeah. What year was this? 88. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. I love so when I would she... have gotten. This would have been. I think this is the year I got my license. Oh yeah. Oh wow. So man. it was really cool. I just remember him. Remember his photo. Oh yeah. He went, yeah. When he, <laughs> but then they ripped it up. Yeah. You mustn't fuck with the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and I love the. I just love almost everything about this. Remember where he was trying to impress Heather Graham by just, and they were. Uh, his dad was taking him out for a drive when he was trying to but learn. But with the grandfather's his... car, remember? Yeah, yeah. But remember, he made his dad stand on the side of the road. Hugging oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He went there and yeah, yeah, she yeah. asked for a ride home. And, and then he, he, he left see him. Yeah, you can see him. And there's a great scene where he circles back around after hanging out with her. And he's like tripping and the bags are breaking and everything. And he's huffing and puffing and screams at him. Uh, Carol Kane was his mom. So it was a she great was casting. Super pregnant. I mean, it's hard to argue like... Everything he went through, remember he was dealing with the drunk who stole the car and they had to get it back. <laughs> you remember the line when he's like stabbing the dash? He's like, this is a Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> he's cutting the uh, limes on the dashboard. But I love the scene where he's, he, uh, he fucks the gear up on the car oh, when his dad, yeah. his mom starts going to labor. And remember the dad is about to get him in the car and goes, whoa, as he looks in the car and he sees all the damage and he sees Le- uh, Les laying on the back floor and he says you're damn lucky your mom didn't go through labor and she's like i am in labor yeah. and they all get her in the car and realize that the car will only drive in reverse yes so he has to drive reverse to the hospital <laughs> and I, he randomly sees uncle phil yeah. <laughs> and he's screaming anderson <laughs> but my, my favorite part of this whole movie is the last scene oh yeah when the grandfather comes back 
his grandfather loved yes. his car. Yes. Loved his car. But they traded cars because he had to go on a road trip and he wanted to take a more comfortable car. So yeah. he bothered the BMW. Yes. So the grandfather shows up and sees the car. And I think he stares at it, but I think I can he give starts, you the exact line. He's, the exact line was, yeah, I had a little problem with your yeah. car, too. Yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden, the flatbed shows up with the fucking BMW on it. Just, just total. Yeah. <laughs> that that's where your line great. comes in. He says, I don't need a uh, Beamer. I got a Mercedes. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. it's such fun movie and great music. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this came out of a time period that we absolutely loved. Remember how obsessed... Uh, Steve Dunlop was with Heather Graham. Oh, he was like, oh man, and we were all obsessed with Steve. Uh, Heather Graham. She <laughs> we're was, all she with was Steve gorgeous. Dunlop, <laughs> and she was uh, yeah. And she didn't get enough credit for being as funny as she did when she was drunk. Remember when they put her in oh, the yeah, trunk? Oh yeah, and the cop, and the cop up. found her. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this? He said, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, really funny. All right, Justin, what you got here? All right. Um... Okay, so this one, this is a movie, a high school movie that I watched when I was in middle school. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, right? Because that's the category. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a uh, kid Don't give play. me no, like, bullshit that they're on summer break or something. Try yeah. to disguise that as a... Yeah, don't try that. <laughs> <laughs> don't try that shit. <laughs> See, they were in high school, but... <laughs> but then, no. Um, so this is a uh, kid and play, and this is... House party? Act. Nope. Damn. I, yeah, I, I wanted to go the other direction. I... I this was ninety two. It was class act. Um, ah, class act. Yeah, the I, high top. I know fa- I've did seen he have this? the high top fade? Oh yeah, absolutely. Which one was it? Uh, it was Christopher Reed. Christopher Reed, <laughs> Superman. No, I can. I. I never. Isn't this the one where he kid cuts or play, it? man? What's does, that? does he cut it in this movie? Because at some point he cuts it. Remember, and he, then he does. The oh, race. that's right. He kind of had the. That's he did you know, kind of have. He the made that high top kinda. fade. Like a thing. It was what it was. Like it was. I confuse this movie all the time with the three house party movies. Because right. I love the three house party movies. I love the first one, obvious, the best, and then I love three because Bernie Mac was hilarious in number oh, three. That's right. Two was good, but it wasn't as good as one and three, in my opinion. But then Class Act came out in like the middle of it. Yeah. You're like shit. Now I'm confused. Yeah. So Class Act. Um, God, I really don't know which one is Kid and Play. I'm just gonna have Pass to call. That's a damn shame. Yeah, Chris. I know, right? I always get him confused. Ever since. Why don't I, you just wiki the one dude and he'll give you the name? Because it says his name is Christopher Reed, so I think that's what he goes by now. I know, but if you look at his wiki page, it's gonna say uh, I, known looking, on the street. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to pause and, and well, yeah. take a guess before you. I think play. I, I think he's Kid. I'm gonna I say he's Play just because top. I don't think you're so you you sure yourself. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's Kid. You know, um, so he play. Uh, He's a genius, and he's in all the smart classes and everything. And uh, the other one, who I'm sorry, he, he plays Blade. I know that. And uh, he's not a genius. And so there, there's a mix-up, and he finds out, like, basically... Oh, I remember this movie. Yeah, and so <laughs> they, they switch classes. So one of them goes to, like, you know... The, the lower end classes and the other one goes to like all the AP classes and everything like that. And it's just a, a folly of a movie of, you know, them mistaken identity. Yeah. You know, and trying to be yeah, each it, other. Uh, Christopher Reed, uh, Reed is kid. Boom. See, I know what I'm talking about. I'm just about. pushing you, man. I just, I just yeah. yeah, I just, you know, wanted to really, it makes sense him. because the other guy was kind of the player. Yeah. You know, with yeah. the ladies. Right. Yeah. Kid that never makes was sense. really. Yeah. Um, and Kid so, thought so but he did. <laughs> so there's like funny. There's no Martin Lawrence in this movie because I loved him in. Uh, you know, in I House don't. Party too. I don't think he's in this one. Um, but like I remember specific scenes where, 
like he would get in, uh, be ready to get into a fight with like the big bully, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure, just come around the corner." And they'd go around the corner, and then and then uh, play would beat the shit out of him, and then he'd come back and act like he did it, you know, and like. It was just, it was fun. They end up going to uh, a wax museum because there's like something to do with like a drug deal going on there. And they end up going to a wax museum and there's just all kinds of hijinks that happens in the middle of that. Hijinks. Hijinks. Um, <laughs> they know. were a fad, man. Kid and Play were like yeah. a comedy duo at that point. And I I think House Party was their first big one. I think we didn't hear about them before House Party. Yeah, do. No. But they were They're a band probably too, man. Television. They put, oh, they yeah. put albums up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I knew him as a band. Yeah, we knew him from MTV uh, because we were obsessed with MTV growing up. Did, they so wear, was, did he wear those big pants? Almost like the MC Hammer pants? I don't think he did. I, um, I knew he wore weird colors. They were, yeah, Maybe they, in the video. They were more around like the Criss Cross era. Yeah. You know? Um, when everybody Criss Cross will make you jump. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. They, they, were they the ones that wore their pants, pants on backwards? backwards? Yeah, oh, exactly. My God. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think one yeah, of them, one of them died, died from sickle cell. Yeah, one yeah. of them died. Which, which one? Chris or Cross? Oh, don't Damn make it. me do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just want kids play, damn it. Yeah, I know, right? No, but I mean, it was a really fun, and it was a funny movie, and they're a good duo, you know, and it was enjoyable, and like I said, I mean, you know, when I was in middle school, that was one of the, you know, really funny movies You were a hip-hop fan, from the very early beginning, on. since early fourth on. grade, I still remember, and I can picture it, sitting underneath an oak tree, and my buddy Mike Boyles was listening to his Walkman, <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, listen to this," and it was Sir Mix-a-Lot, <laughs> Posse's on Broadway, and I heard that, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this, this is, is the is greatest music!" Ever. Well, this I is similar, what I'll listen. And then to you heard forever. the Wu Tang thing, and they. And now they have a district named after them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar experience in uh, high school when my friend gave me a uh, Iron Maiden CD. I had never had one before, and he gave it to me. And I was like, "This is my favorite band of all time now. Yeah. I need every uh, album and every poster. I need to know all the lyrics." And yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was obsessed at that point. But yeah, those those moments happen, man. When someone well, exposes you to something, and a lot of times, and I know obviously, and it happens a lot of what you like and from your high school it sticks, times. Man. It sticks. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, a huge Def Leppard fan. Yeah, 80s and Not 90s. stuff that they've done past the 90s, but... Yeah, all the way through Adrenalizing. <laughs> then after that, it, just hysteria, doesn't, it doesn't even matter. I'll, yeah, Hysteria, I'll listen to that album. And it's not even the best Def Leppard album. Yep. Yeah. But I can remember driving down... Yeah. I was driving down Canoe River Campgrounds when I heard Steve Clark died. Yeah. And I was like... I was in high school and I had like a tear in my eye because of the, my, one of my favorite it's guitar weird. players. Some people can do it. Some people like I can do it with films. You know, some people are like we are with music can only stick with the era they were. Uh, they watched them and were popular with movies. I can go through yeah. and everything, but yeah. music I can't. You know, have I'll you, listen to music today, but I don't buy any albums. I haven't bought. I an have album a in I have a Pandora years. station that's Don Henley, and uh, and uh, who's the other guy? You buy new music though, and uh, the yeah. Cure. I have a Cure station, so this is all '80s music that I still listen to. Have you Def seen? Um, there's like a theory, um, and there's a chart for it too. You can look up. It's it's basically whatever song came out the month of your 14th birthday. Interesting. It becomes like your life song, and like That's I didn't relate. I didn't relate to mine when I that found it. I mean, I seven, did. That would be 89 for you. Yeah, mine right? was when it yeah, came. My fourteenth birthday, it was Snoop Dogg in March that had come out, but in April, either February or April, Outcast had dropped. Yeah. So like, mine was right then, and it's amazing because to this day, they're like my favorite yeah. fucking group of all time. You know, you and once you look fall into it's a genre of music, it's almost. I mean, eighty-seven is hysteria. Yeah, for me, fourteen. Yeah. 
89 and I was a huge grunge guy big yeah. time and 89 was right around the, when the grunge took off man mm. right with the Alice in Chains and Nirvana and all those yeah. bands and so. uh when was oh I guess that was 87 was uh was um Guns and Roses yeah that was a little because we were at the Christian school we were listening we weren't supposed to be listening remember that to shirt that our next oh, door yeah. neighbor had that's a, that a great story that, right there's there there's a shirt the original cover was a woman raped well no it's in the ins, it's the insert, insert. To appetite for destruction yeah she's got her panties pulled down and she's lying against the wall and she's obviously been sexually assaulted and it says yeah. underneath it guns and roses was here yeah so oh, basically fuck. guns and roses raped this girl and we put a cartoon yeah, on her inside the crazy cover. but our next door neighbor's had mom the shirt of that he had that shirt. shirt but remember what the mother did yeah sewed a dress honor honor Oh my God! He, he pulled it out of his uh, closet, and he's he's like, you know that uh, that thing on the inside, of appetite destruction. I said, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, this is my shirt, like what my mom did. And his mom was like a seamstress, or the dad was. Yeah, remember? dad was oh, the, wow. famous time, famous uh, like, kind of uh, done, guy. Well, I met Rick Ocasek at his factory. Oh, really? He made leather jackets with metal in it. It was like a like one of the uber fashion designs. Like his whole living room was all pictures of supermodels wearing his mesh dresses oh, wow. on po- on Cosmopolitan L. I mean, he was super famous. I'm surprised he lived next door to us. Yeah, it's true. And uh, so I went to his. He would pay his son twenty bucks to empty trash cans around the factory that they did in Mansfield. That's a quick story. And I went inside. And he said, I'll give you 10 bucks if you help me do the trash cans. So we're doing the trash cans. All of a sudden, Rick Ocasek comes around the corner. This is in 19, right right in the middle of everything. And Claudia, I think. uh, Paulina. His girl was one of the two. I would be more excited about seeing Paulina. I didn't know who the hell she was. Her alibi, man. But, uh. Love that movie. But (coughs) he, uh, I kind of didn't even know who he was. But he asked us if we wanted, well, he asked if we wanted an autograph. But back then, you didn't see the. Artists sometimes. <laughs> it's like you just give these out. Yeah. yeah, it was literally <laughs> one of those moments. <laughs> and then like you later, want mine? yeah. <laughs> later on, no, I I kept it for a long time because it was cool. But so I met awesome kids. Like, <laughs> kid and play. Kid, kid and play. play. <laughs> so kid and play. Class right. act. Go ahead, Dave. What you got? It's so I didn't plan this segment, but Rick Ocasek. <laughs> so. Came up with this. He was in a band. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm waiting so far. And the song that, of this that this band did. Oh, I know where you Became going. Took super me famous. <laughs> down, down. Moving in stereo. Down, down, down. This is the one I ain't gonna stop him because he's it's actually pretty good. I know this. And then rounding the corner is Phoebe Cates in a red bikini, and she. Pops the top and pulls her top off and walks towards John Reinhold dressed in a suit. <laughs> so this is yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I couldn't think of the name. I'm like, I know this, but I just can't think of it. That's cool that I was so, able to pull a cars. Yeah, pretty, I'm proud of myself. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, man, and that is one of everyone's famous uh, scenes. And I was even telling Dave that they had done research that uh, of all VHS movies that had been returned. That it had uh, more problems, like with the scene screwing up during On that, that scene yeah. That's than like any other movie yeah. at that time because people somebody were trying to say somebody masturbated times. <laughs> well, that was two hundred times, and this was one of the first times we actually saw even a masturbation joke on uh, like a big movie of this scale. Yeah, and I thought it was so funny. Me and Dave were watching it. This was our movie yesterday. We were watching it. And uh, Judge Reinhold, so Judge Reinhold is is masturbating in like the house in the bathroom, in the ba- and, in and the he's imagining feet in the pool, in the pool room. room. So 
Phoebe Cates is actually in the pool, but he's imagining her getting out of the pool, opening her thing. Right. And I thought it was so hilarious that it never really hit me until yesterday that w- when she comes up, uh, she t- takes her top off and she comes up to Judge Reinhold and she's like, she's like, I love you, Brad, or something like that. And yeah. uh, Judge Reinhold is there and they start kissing and everything. But the fact that he's imagining this and Judge Reinhold during that scene is wearing a complete like three-piece suit. Yeah, a business and suit. And I was like, he's imagining himself in a suit yeah. <laughs> while, he's, while he's doing this. I think that's hilarious that that's just a random thing that they decided to put in there. But arguably the most well-known uh, person and character in this whole m- movie is Spicoli, man. <laughs> Sean Penn. Oscar winner, Sean, two-time Oscar, Oscar winner. Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you know, it's funny to me, and I, I don't know why. Maybe I haven't seen either one of them enough, but I always get this and American Graffiti oh, combined. Man. This they're, is they're totally nothing I know, even yeah. And I know, but like, I just, you know, like for some... American summer, Graffiti is, they're not even in school. It, it's all driving that's true, on yeah. the road. Yeah. This is all in the uh, school. There is that great scene. Except where, when he wrecks. Uh, when he wrecks. Forrest Whitaker. Is, this Oscar is like winning Forrest Whitaker? Yep. And maybe. <laughs> uh, if not, was, that's a shame. This was his first movie. Yeah. And he played. He for King of Scotland, didn't he? Uh, or Last maybe. King of Scotland or something like a that. A lot of times when you think somebody won for something, it's actually They were nominated Oscar. and they lost. No, it's a Golden, Golden Globe. Globe. No. Because uh, I found that so many times that they were Golden Globes winner more than they're anything else. But uh, this was his first movie as that jock that was obsessed with his car, that Firebird. And remember, he went out of town. This was such a great scene. And it's probably my favorite scene. We'll have to go through and talk about our favorite scenes. Well, the Phoebe Cates is a favorite scene. But (laughs) uh, (laughs) the scene where Forrest Whitaker's brother lets Spicoli, Sean Penn, take the car out, the Firebird. And they're like, he's reckless as hell on this thing. He's bobbing and weaving before shit. (laughs) Sideswiping. He ends up going off the road and he... Uh, cinder blocks fall on it and it utterly destroys the Firebird and mm. I love his brother and it's one of my favorite lines from it that I say randomly uh, where he's like my brother's gonna kill me he's gonna shit my brother's gonna shit and he's gonna kill me because <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay's like don't worry man I can fix this he's oh, like God. you can't fix this car Macaulay yeah. <laughs> and he comes up with the most ingenious oh, idea God, yeah. so they're Ridgemont High and their like town rival is Lincoln Lincoln and so what he does is they spray pa- paint uh kill uh or ridgemont sucks or something like that and they park it outside ridgemont making and like go lincoln so it made it look like the opposing team <laughs> right, trashed yeah. his car yeah and they're all looking at it and he is so pissed and then they come then right the to the football, football scene. game yeah. yeah and he's like oh. junior Seau out there and he's like sweating and going crazy and just he ends up taking like 20 people out yeah it's like the most ingenious thing man that was funny it. what's your favorite scene from fast times there's uh, so many great ones man so many stars in this too, like Nicholas. I kind of like the there. reoccurring uh, Mr. Hand stuff. Oh yeah, with Spicoli. <laughs> Isn't it really our time, Mr. Hand? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having some you are absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably mine too. Where he has the pizza and yeah. just like gives it all the class. And oh god, <laughs> he comes over his house. Yeah. The, the there's a lot of stuff in these high school movies that. You couldn't do anymore. This was you a, couldn't do those this assassinate Lincoln, Lincoln buttons. Well, this was a strong R two movie, yeah. uh, which Jennifer Jason Leigh was very willing to be nude. Speaking a lot. of strong R's, this is a complete huge diversion. But oh, shit, uh, did you see that that Tarantino Star Trek is going to be rated yeah, R? Yeah, 
I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I remember you saying that you were really hoping yeah, he was yeah. going to do it. I, did you see it. that thing? Where I, I he did made yeah, the yeah. announcement. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't miss much when it uh, when they're yeah, announcing. But I'm excited. He's going to burn a lot of fans. Are going to be kind of pissed because the, the, they like to take the their franchise kids to see needs them. a uh, yeah a kick a in the ass, poker man. In the ass, so uh, I was going to say kick that'll get you moving, man. You said in the ass too. He's not like on the ass. Not like he branded him. He put a hot poker in his ass. Do Paul what he wants. He's got a hot poker. He's not fucking around. Look, he's going for the fire. Hey, stop. Get away, Paul. Paul, no. Uh, oh, shit. What were you talking about? Oh, yeah. Fast times are in my life. Yeah, every, every moment of the movie was great. It was a strong art, like that Jennifer Jason Lee stuff. And it had some serious stuff where that guy got her pregnant. You know what? She had to go get the abortion. That guy was such a prick. He was. And he was oh. funny at the beginning of the movie, though. Yeah, yeah was, I really liked that character. Yeah. And then you really hated that character. But that's what's crazy. They were showing some real life. And you got to yeah, remember. That's true. When this movie came out, it was like 82. There wasn't a whole lot of high school movies that were actually telling it like it was. Yeah, you know? And right. this movie really did. And it was written by Cameron Crowe. So Cameron Crowe knew that kind of lifestyle. He's the he's the one that went on the road and, and almost, almost famous. famous. That was based famous? on uh, yeah. Now his life story is yeah. crazy, man. And, well, basically his life story is almost he's famous. Almost famous yeah, man. Uh, but he had already written several movies and everything, and screenplays, and obviously worked his way into Rolling Stone. But uh, it was done by a uh, female director that had gone to do a lot of stuff. I have to look her Amy Heckerling, mm -hmm. I think is her name. And you I, said some of the things yesterday. Yeah, she had done that. a whole shitload of stuff that we were familiar with. Apparently uh, not rememberable enough. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. All right, so yeah, Fast Times. All right, another great high school movie here, and I grew up with this, 1987. I, 1987 was a great year, man. Uh, I remember a lot of birthday. Yep, I remember a lot six. of good things happening in '87. We, this is the year we collected baseball cards, oh, like yeah. an insane. Level. We should have sold them that year. We probably would have yeah. made money. Oh yeah, it's like it goes down to history as like one of the worst years for baseball cards. Is and we had we had yeah. and we sets had after sets. After yeah. We probably had twenty sets, sets at least. And we would buy bulk ones and then put them together on like our dining room. Was Conseco oh, yeah. the only good teams. card in that year? Uh, and no, Barry McGuire. Bonds. Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. Barry Bonds rookie. Yeah, I remember my brother used to buy boxes. Boxes at a time. We used to, we were obsessed. Yeah. So '87, yeah. we yeah. were, we were, we were living the high life. The music was good. The, <laughs> uh, the movies were great. We were swimming uh, in cods. <laughs> Robocop came out. I was, I was happy. Yeah. But this was also during a time where we had at our house something a lot of people did not have, which was the pay per view. Oh yeah. This was something you actually had to sign up for at mm. uh, one point to get. And Mahoney's uh, had it. So surprisingly, my I remember my mom got the call. She got the phone call. She listened to the person, and she actually said yes. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. But with the obviously, you knew that whenever you rented something, they would charge your bill when it came in. Your cable bill came in. You would have an extra three or four dollars on it. So we would get in trouble every once in a while. But the good thing was our parents. <laughs> our parents loved movies, so they would yeah. uh, they would rent them. And once all you the rented time. them, did you get to watch them, them again? For, yeah, you had like, them for like two days or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. So we would. I remember watch the stuff after they'd yeah. watch it. Get, they got something wrong once. I remember they rented Suspect with Dennis Quaid and Cher mm -hmm. and Full Metal Jacket started playing. Oh, nice. But then my dad said, I'm all cool with watching this, but you're going to have to leave a room now. So uh, I had to leave and go do something else because oh, he watched man. Full Metal Jacket came out. But one of the movies that we watched on on this, which we uh, eventually went on HBO and they played it like uh, at nauseum, was the great uh, 1987 flick Can't Buy Me Love. Now this is as close to like a romantic comedy that I'll even this watch. Is a good Usually movie. this is a fantastic a movie. movie. Yeah. The the other one with him is the other romantic comedy. Loverboy. Yeah. 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 Loverboy is <laughs> a little bit more silly and yeah. kind of uh, yeah. Where this was a great high school movie because it, it showed 
I mean, clicks were like a major thing in this movie. Not as major as one of the movies you have on your list coming up, but to the point where he just hung out with, and an actor uh, that he hung out with this movie was, uh, this was probably the best thing he had done. He has done some famous stuff. Courtney from the Burbs? Yeah, Courtney Gaines. He played the... uh, uh, Malachi from yeah, uh, Children of Corn. Yeah, Children of Corn, the uh, yeah. the ginger kid. Yeah, yeah. This was probably one of the best things he did. Is that derogatory? Uh, right now? Ginger? Yeah. I don't think so. My wife's a ginger. Okay. She I don't it. think unless you're saying like you fucking ginger, yeah, yeah. like which we wouldn't say. Or like car, you know. Men. Gingers have no soul. <laughs> 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 there's there's uh, but uh, it is a funny. There's like you, if you look. Online, they get discriminated against oh, yeah, like sure. two or three times more. I love gin- I married a ginger. Yeah, so. I was just checking because I, I like saying anybody. I don't want to get trouble. I don't want to get trouble. ginger away yeah. from yeah, Dave. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> you took retarded away you know? <laughs> <laughs> from up north, and we say that's another word. That's like saying good morning <laughs> up there. And I, I, I had to break it. Retarded. I had to. Everything was fucking retarded. The traffic was retarded. The fruit was retarded. It was never a person. Yeah. <laughs> we take to the streets. You take Ginger away from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. He, and he had a great scene at the end when he got really pissed off and, and grabbed him by the oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, the shirt and he was being a dick. Him. But so uh, <laughs> can't buy me love. Thank I'm you. Bringing you back. Right. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey playing a dork, which is funny because he became like the ultimate hunk. Yeah. In, like uh, sh- what's it called? Uh, Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy? Uh, yeah. When I thought he was not him. acting at all, and then yeah. all of a sudden, no. all I could hear about was how hot he was on Grey's Anatomy. He had disappeared a couple times in his career too, because remember he disappeared and he showed up in. Uh, an outbreak, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, Patrick yeah, Dempsey's the right. sick guy on the yeah. plane. Where the yeah. hell is he yeah. been? And then he disappeared again, he and then he, he popped up on Grey's Anatomy. The uh, that skateboarder kid from, from uh, dude that became an actor in oh, Chasing Jason Amy. Lee. He was in yeah, Jason Lee. Outbreak. Outbreak was one of the few movies that I showed my wife. It's a great movie. And she, being a scientist, Maria yeah. was like, oh, yeah. If you're showing somebody in the medical industry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but and so, so Patrick Dempsey, he just played this dork. He hung out with Courtney Gaines. They had like uh, his father was a dork. His brother was kind of a little bit more of a weird dork, and that was Seth Green, like the youngest you've yeah, ever seen. Right. Seth Green, yeah, that's right. Yeah, super yeah, young. yeah. I remember that. He was that like now. nine or ten, but and he, he wanted. He was that. even. He was cooler than Patrick Dempsey's character, yeah. uh, Donald Miller was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, his name, but he was constantly he was mowing everyone in town's lawns. He was obsessed with this one uh, woman, uh, this one girl. And sad, sad note like, on her is she uh, she died four years ago. Marianne Pearson. She died of morphine overdose. Oh so, wow! Uh, I mean, she must have had some. Uh, you don't ever hear anyone dying of morphine overdose. Hmm. Uh, but so he was obsessed with her, and he had saved up his money. He had it by miles, how many miles he had saved up. And he yeah. was going to buy this great telescope, this amazing telescope. And uh, But he was obsessed with this girl, and they showed her at the at a party at the very beginning of the movie, and she stole her mom's suede jacket. And while she's at the party, she's there for all of 10 minutes, and some guy goes to high-five oh. someone and throws red wine all over it. And he right. flippantly says, ah, put some salt on it, it'll come right out. And it's like freaking suede. You might as well, your, your only opportunity really is to... To diet cranberry. I was gonna say yeah. and you can diet, it. and that that would be your only option. Yeah, uh, trash it or diet. Uh, so she takes it to the mall, and they basically tell her that same thing: you're gonna have to diet, or you're gonna uh, we can't replace this and everything. And she's freaking out. Her mom's gonna freak out. And literally, Donald's over at the t- telescope store with looking the cash at her, in his yeah. hand. And, yeah. and so he shows up, and he knocks on the window, and he's got that great look where he holds the thousand dollars up. Yeah. And he goes in there, and you get to see. It's kind of creepy. When they you come think up about, with the, yeah, no, it, it kind of is. I'll, and I'll send you both this later on tonight. This a trailer that they put out for this like he's it's a horror movie and he's a stalker oh and it's, shit and it's awesome I bet oh, it's yeah, really 
really, really great. That. Yeah. It's really great. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's pause the pot. I want to watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's really great. We'll watch it when we're done. Because um, I pulled it up just watching trailers for the movie we were doing. It, and, <laughs> yeah, it sounds... and I didn't realize it didn't mark it as that uh, uh-huh. when I was uh, watching it. And then I'm watching it. And I turn to my wife and it's like, this is a weird fan trailer. They make him look like he's a stalker. And then the music started kicking <laughs> in. And I was like, oh, they did this on purpose. That's awesome, <laughs> I said, this dude. is funny. Uh, because remember, they did that with uh, The Shining, making it look yeah, like, like a comedy. Yeah, like a comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was funny. Uh, I love watching. Uh, have you ever seen Zach Morris's trash? Zach Morris is trash. Oh no, no, no! no. They, they, the do guy that. from Saved by the yeah, Bell. Saved by the Bell. They'll take Mark those Paul episodes. Gosselin. They'll yeah. take those episodes and completely flip the perspective. Oh, that's funny. And just make him look like the biggest piece of shit. Like <laughs> really? not caring about anybody but oh. himself. Like, oh, there's like a whole watched, series of it. Me and my wife watch two hours of Saved by the Bell every Sunday when we get up. <laughs> watch, weird. Sure, watch. you want to tell people that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nostalgic, man. I used to yeah, watch that's great. Screech, great. Screech, nice. Somebody in a bar. I used to be obsessed Screech with uh, somebody in Tiffany a Amber Thiessen, man. Oh, yeah. So great in that. Lisa Turtle. Oh, she's yeah. great, too. The one that went and, on and, and did Showgirls. I just, the Showgirls girl. Yeah. You know what? I went back and watched Showgirls again. If you look, if you watch it not bad. And, and think of it as being silly, yeah. it's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. It came out the same time as Striptease, and that yeah. was the problem with it. That's the problem. People would rather see it be a comedy because it was just kind of ridiculous. But Gina Gershon was more, great. All right, anyway, so Can't Buy Me Love. So the deal was that he was going to hire her for a month to be his girlfriend. Right. And he thought being his girlfriend would uh, bring him popularity and sure as shit it did yeah. Oh, yeah. everything he wanted it did but the problem with it is she kind of in, liked him and then he didn't really he, he was pretty oblivious he was pretty oblivious at first and that wasn't getting the idea and uh, her friends loved him and everything and his friends started getting obsessed with him and everything yeah. so they had to do this breakup where man she hit him so friggin hard when, when they did this like fake uh, breakup yeah. in front of everybody and they they went on their separate ways, but then he started being a dick, and he started uh, going overboard, and it really went. He was really a dick to his friends. Remember, he put the shit, he burned the shit on their uh, on, his, on their yeah, doorstep, and that's yeah. what. Remember when Courtney Gaines got angry? You shit at on my house, yeah, man. Yeah, he grabbed him at the arcade. You shit on my house. But he grabbed him at that arcade mm-hmm. right before he said that and threw him across the room. I don't know how uh, hard that he hit Patrick Dempsey here. Yeah. And that's what he said. He said, "You shit on my house, yeah. man. You uh. Shit on my house." And so he had nobody at that point. And, uh, well, no, he was still friends, but the, when it really went downhill was when he was when at the party, the party, and yeah. she got drunk, yep. and then in front of everyone, eviscerated him, yeah. and just exposed him, and no one wanted to even speak to him after that, yeah. so, and it ended up turning out really well for him at the end, uh, but there was a moment there where he was uh, pretty shitty. His dad, remember his dad in this movie was Dennis Dugan, who mm-hmm. basically has directed every Adam Sandler movie, uh, except for, uh... Uh, Billy Madison. Damn, Billy Madison coming on this list too. Oh man, man. he back did go to high to school. school. <laughs> back in school. <laughs> did the penguin tell you to do this to your dad? You guys get out there and look for that <laughs> fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> I drew the duck blue. <laughs> hey, that's not on your list unless you want to put it on there. So that's Can't Buy Me Love. I loved right. it, man. It was yeah. great. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do that. Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a love fucking it. great movie, I love dude. it. It's so great. Tell us <laughs> <laughs> so the, the genius premise. Because so, it really was a genius premise. It's, it's almost like a Bruce's Millions style. And Bradley Whitford yeah. was so great in this movie, yeah. too. And he's huge right. right now. And uh, he's in Handmaid's Tale. He's, he's redesigned his look. Have you seen him lately? No, not he's got, he. uh Bradley Whitford was... Uh, because there was he's the McDonald. asshole. He was the asshole that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, I know I him as a completely different person in West Wing. He was fucking great. But remember him from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, he was yeah. one of the funniest. Mm. But he was in Godzilla. He was one of the computer oh, really? guys, and he was great in that. <laughs> Did you see that old guy's balls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now he's in Handmaid's Tale, and he's got a full white beard, and he plays one of the Commodores, and everything. He's great. So tell My us wife, about the Billy slut. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Adam Sandler, and he is the son of a rich hotel tycoon. His dad's the dad from... Uh, uh, Christmas story. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's so good at this too. And uh, and basically, R O C K. Oh, the um, C is silent. <laughs> he, yeah. uh, he he comes to the conclusion that his son is just a drunken fucking moron. That's in that's <laughs> yeah not capable of taking over the company, and he lets him know that you know this is what's going to happen and. You know, he was expecting to take this over, and instead, uh, I don't remember the guy's real name, but his name is Eric in the movie. Bradley uh, Mufford. Thank yeah. you. Um, you know, he tells him he's going to give it to him, and then he does his little rat laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do a great one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, who was like his right hand man yeah, that yeah. was the good guy that does that impression? Of yeah, the yeah. Too, yeah. Oh, dude. And so he basically, he has to go back to school. O'Doyle rules, O'Doyle man. rules. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. used that line randomly to Justin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of our tweets recently. Um, and so he has to go through each grade and graduate high school within a certain period of time. And if he can do that, then his dad will give him the company. Mm. Um, and like... He literally has to start with kindergarten. Yes. Which oh is where God. the comedy ensues. Yeah. yeah. There's just... That could be our milk. Yeah. You used to use that line like... All the time. Like every single thing. Yeah, they don't got to know about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Bridget, what's her name? The girl played Sonya yeah. from uh And uh, she Mortal kicks Kombat. his ass. Oh, man, and, she was you know. so great in that movie, too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I love... So Odo- there's an O'Doyle in every grade almost. Yep. And they always <laughs> prank him or punk him or bully him and say, O'Doyle rules, you know? And I love that when they're going on the field trip... And they throw the banana peel out, you know, and Chris Farley is the fucking oh, bus driver. God. Chris Farley's so funny in this. <laughs> and so they go on their field trip, and it's time for lunch, and somebody has eaten all the lunches, and she goes, who would steal 30 kids' bag lunches? And Norm MacDonald and Chris, Chris Farley <laughs> they just are just laughing eating their all ass of off. Yeah, they're just it. eating all of it. And so... Uh, you know, eventually later on down the road, the O'Doyle family is going on a trip and they're all chanting O'Doyle rules. Because remember, he says, O'Doyle, I got a feeling you and your whole family yeah. are going down. And the whole car peels out on the banana peel and goes over the cliff and fucking Even as they're going up. down. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> remember Steve Buscemi's character in this too? Uh, as the um, sniper? Man, <laughs> I'm glad I yeah. called that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there was so many. This was probably one of the most quoted movies yeah. at, at that time. Oh, oh my God, uh, dude. Between this and Happy Gilmore, it was just yeah. quote after quote. I see what's friends. going on here. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, oh God, God, dude! Such a great back fucking to school. Movie. Yeah. Back to school. <laughs> to, to prove, prove to, to Dad, I'm, I'm not a fool. <laughs> I got my lunch packed up. I can't my go shoes tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> great fucking movie. Um, oh, that's funny. I saw that. He's so he signed a pretty big deal with Netflix. Oh yeah, he's and on they're Netflix. just making him richer yeah. and richer oh, every yeah. year. Yeah. And uh, so I saw the do over with him and Chris Spade. Uh, David Spade. Spade. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's where he like pretends to be yeah. a spy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, sort of. Yeah. Okay. It, but it was it's super. It's good. The problem is I'm I'm about sick of him being with that crew. 
You know, he needs to branch. This out. one was good. Not I, that I, 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 I don't dislike thing. it, but yeah. I he needs to do his own thing, man. I thought he was on a path to do some insane stuff once he did uh, Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, mm. and he didn't. He kind of just sat back and didn't. But I was appreciated. He did it. It wasn't even that great of a movie. But no, it, it showed but his range. His range, and he was and nominated. Like, I think at least I wouldn't have thought he could rise to the level of anger that he had to do in that movie. Yeah. Like when he when he destroyed that bathroom in yeah. that at that restaurant. Yeah. Like just but tore the here and then apart. and it's and don't get me wrong I love David Spade but when I hear Adam Sandler's doing a new movie it, clearly it, it's like hearing uh, that Tim Burton's doing a movie Helen and, John, and Helen Bonham Carter's in it <laughs> yeah. or Rob Zombie's doing a movie and uh, uh, her, his wife's in it yeah, yeah Moon. it's insane so yeah. yeah great movie though Fuck I love yeah, that it movie is. man it's one of the funniest movies of all time absolutely opinion. dude. All right, Billy passed the first grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have to confess, I'd never seen this movie until yesterday. Oh, wow. And I, apparently everybody else has yeah, seen I, this movie. I hyped it up to Dave. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. I, I thought it was going to be a different type of movie going into it, and yeah. it was really good. It was Mean Girls. <laughs> never seen it. Love. You've never seen it? I really? I really haven't. I, I know it's supposed to be great. Yeah. I've just never it's seen it. It's a sad movie, like really, yeah. because Lauren Michaels produced it, but it was written by Tina Fey, mm-hmm. and uh, it starred a lot of SNL alum. Uh, Tim Meadows was in it, the ladies' man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ladies. Ooh. Kabathi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it had Amy Poehler in a yep. super funny role. In, oh, in a, man. Her... Uh, so why don't you Emma tell us? Stone, uh, no, uh, Lindsay not, Lohan, not Emma, not Emma Stone, Stone. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams, that girl from Party of Five was the other one, and then Amanda Siegfried, right. who was so funny in this movie. Amanda oh, Siegfried played the dumb blonde in this movie. So she this was, was really great. Um, and that one girl, the goth girl, that was her Lindsay yeah, Lohan's friend, uh, Lindsay Kaplan. She She's awesome. was in Louis. Masters of Sex, man. She was in Louis too, I think. Oh, probably. She's been in a whole shitload of stuff. Lizzie Kaplan's awesome, yeah. dude. You should definitely... If you haven't seen Masters of Sex, she's great in that. So basically, it, the whole movie is the personification of the cliques. Yeah, yeah. And to, to the... Probably the best movie ever done on cliques, yeah. to be honest with you. And the whole movie just kind of focused around yeah, that. Yeah, and we're, we're kind of following Lindsay Lohan's character yeah. who, who had been living in Africa. Homeschooled in Africa. <laughs> yeah, so she's going straight into high school and she doesn't know shit. Uh-huh. Like, she doesn't know anything about pop culture or anything and she's oh, just right. she meets out of the loop. that that um, punk rock girl. Lizzie Kaplan. And uh, and the gay dude. Oh, he's awesome, man. He's awesome. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel uh, Rosen something? Uh, Rosenbagger. <laughs> Foffin dude. He was, he was in uh, Bully. And oh, when was, I had first seen him, he was oh, the one that got man. them the drugs, and yeah. he was doing the drugs with Michael Pitt yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Bully. He was really good in that. So that I had noticed him early, early on in his career. He played that gay character like super great, man. He was so funny in that. So um, Rachel McAdams is like the queen bee of the plastics. Of the plastics, and these plastics are like the fashionista. They're the Heather's. They're the Heather's <laughs> of this, of this uh, movie, yeah. and she in middle school the. The goth girl and her used to be friends, but then they fell out. So when Lindsay Lohan showed up and became friends with the punk girls, she's like, you're pretty enough to get in with the plastics. You should go there, and then we'll try to ruin their lives. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> <laughs> in there undercover. <laughs> yeah. So basically the whole movie is her, Lindsay Lohan, pretending to be as fake as the rest of her, the girls in her She crew. starts to like it, though, and it she kind starts of changes to like it. her. Yeah. But some of the funniest stuff is when you first realize – how mean and vicious the plastics really are, specifically uh, Rich McAdams. One of my favorites is when they're at like the bowling alley and she sees this girl, or they're at the mall and she sees a girl and a guy oh, together yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, 
they can't date. This is not right. And she says, I'll take care of this. And Rachel McAdams calls the girl's mother and pretends that she's from the free clinic. Planned Parenthood. She's, a, she's from Planned Parenthood <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Talking about her abortion that she just had and everything. What? And everything. And she's like, yeah, just let her know we called. And hangs up. And said, yep, they won't be going to the dance tonight. Do you see oh, them? Holy crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see the kid get the phone call. Mom. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, and the level. And that, another one was the three-way calling uh, thing oh, that they had. It was really. It was. Vicious. I had someone oh, try to do, to do that, that to me before. Yeah, yeah, we used to do that all the someone time. Someone tried. In the day. They, well, it was it was like a direct setup the way Rachel yeah. McAdams is. So she's talking to Lindsay Lohan and everything, and she she exposes to Lindsay Lohan that uh, that one of the other plastics told her a secret, mm-hmm. and she kind of confronted Lindsay Lohan about that. And she's like, and at some point Rachel McAdams was, "Are you pissed at her for telling me that? Because you really should be. I I would understand if you are." Yeah. And then she's like, "Yeah, she that's kind of shitty that she did this, but th- it's no big deal." And then all of a sudden you hear Rachel McAdams say, "See, I told you she had no problem with it," and the other girl piped up because she was listening. But they to the did whole that great. Yeah. They did that and great thing where they pulled the screen out. Yeah, so, and you saw. And you didn't realize room. she was on the. You call. didn't realize right. like, oh, she could have said ten horrible things, and luckily she didn't. But yeah, it was it was a fantastic movie, and uh, you really got to see these girls be vicious with each other. Man, they got really vicious. Some of the best stuff is when. At at some point, Lindsay Lohan was completely. She just. I'm just gonna fuck with her. Uh, I love. Oh, they, they had the the burn book. Uh, the burn book was the big thing. So what? Uh, Rachel McAdams created this book where she would put a picture of everyone in high school and like something horrible about them. Oh uh, wow! Like, they, they went out Kaplan, of their way to uh, big fat dyke. They went out of their else. way to make her evil. Yeah. <laughs> and Rachel McAdams, this is how evil she was. She wanted to, because she found out Lindsay Lohan was fucking with her. I love what the, the granola bar she oh, was giving yeah, her. Yeah. She was giving her these bars that was supposed to make her gain weight and she wanted to lose weight. Right. And she found out that that's what she was doing and that was like the last straw with her. So what she did is, you, and this was cleverly done the way they shot this too, she gets so angry at Lindsay Lohan that she screams at the top of her lungs and she goes into her room and she rips out the burn book and there's a picture of both of them uh, in a picture together and she mm-hmm. cuts it in half mm-hmm. and she uh, you see her paste and you see her write the words uh, this girl is a horrible mean skanky bitch or something like that and you they slap the photo down and then you realize that she did her own picture and then turns the burn book into the principal uh, oh shit it, and it, Lindsay, and Lohan, Lindsay Lohan did it and it had everybody in the school in. got ripped wow. everybody and she made photocopies of the entire book and started throwing it out in the hallway so everybody <laughs> knew what they thought remember Lindsay they Lohan caught the gym teacher making out with students yeah that was one of them and too they kicked him out of school and Tim Meadows stay away from the underage student after he had read uh, read what he had done in the, in the book so it was a fun like really kind of uh, fun high school movie uh what was your favorite scene in it? Hmm, her getting hit by the bus. Oh. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That was a uh, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, it was out of nowhere. It was one of those uh, that a scene that reminded me just like it. It was in one oh, yeah. of the Final Destinations. Yep. Was it the first one? Uh, yeah. The first Final Destination. Remember, they walk. Yeah. The, the girl just walks just. We off gotta the figure side out walk. something to do. We gotta get. And boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. That, that's what. Uh, that's what happened to Rachel McAdams at some point. She oh walked, shit! And you don't see it coming because there's nothing that even compares to it in the yeah. movie. So it happened, and you were like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> it was well written, man. <laughs> Tina Fey wrote this, I think, right before she started doing Weekend Update, and it kind of got her famous. But do you know what that was cool about it? Remember, every once in a while they do that like they'd show a crowd of people doing something oh yeah and then they had them act like animals because she came from the uh from africa she was like i'm used to seeing monkeys and everyone uh 
act but like they kind of equated it to like and everything. teenage behavior is the same as right. an animal so they ha- they had the students actually do that act like monkeys in the scene when they started wrestling with each other and everything oh wow and they would start like yeah. uh, and then she'd kind of come out of it and, and she'd come out of it and they'd act normal and everything <laughs> it was fun it was that's interesting it was definitely way better than they uh than most people think it's gonna be i would have never watched this movie yeah that's why it's it's so, good to let people know when you think about it. Yeah, and I mean, good. I've never heard anybody say it was a bad movie. Yeah, I've only fun, I've only heard people good th- say well, good to, things. To me, it always just seemed like a a teenage girl movie that yeah. I, yeah. I, I just like. I haven't seen for the same reason I haven't seen Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie though, really good movie. Yeah, I, I there's only a certain type of movies I just can't stand romantic comedies like really. Like I've never seen the Notebook. I've never seen the Notebook. Yeah, like that. I hear it's fantastic, but I hear it's like a romantic sappy movie, and I just it's not my thing. Yeah. There's I a just, lot of other movies to get to before I'd get to that. Yeah, one. yeah. even so, a lot of the Sandra Bullock ones. Me, my girl's like, oh, it's a good movie. I said, I'm sure Forces of Nature is great, but I'm not gonna watch her and. Uh, I, I think know, I saw that one. Isn't that with Ben Affleck? Uh, I don't and know. Fifty First Dates. Yeah, they're all garbage. I saw that one. That well, good. that was Adam Sandler, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. That was, that was yeah. good. What's well, the one where the dude has to go, th- Josh Hartnett has to go 30 days without sex? Uh, 30 days or something? I don't know. I don't remember, but I... I, I do remember. There was a skit. Kyle, Kyle Kinane's like, I went and saw that movie at the theater. He's like, and everybody, it was on a Christmas weekend, and everybody there was like, <laughs> looked like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> no, it looked like Bob from Jay and Silent Bob. He's like, and as soon as he came out and said... I have to go 30 days without sex. He's like, everybody in the theater went, whoa. Like, they had never had sex before. <laughs> uh, uh, All right, the next one, 96. And this was the one I said that is kind of like the uh, the lean on me take up, took up a couple notches. Mm-hmm. And, I oh, love, yes. and I love this movie. And this spawned three sequels. So there's four really? of these movies. And really? this is 1996, The Substitute. Okay. Yeah. Love The Substitute. Who is man. it? This was Tom Barron. Tom Bar- now, the sequels are all Treat Williams. Treat Williams did two, three, and four. He was great, too. Uh, he was awesome. I guess uh, Tom Barringer was done with playing The Substitute. But <laughs> <laughs> this was a fantastic, fantastic movie. And uh, I I think I even saw this in the theater. And this was when this type of movie was big. You know, it was around Dangerous Minds time, and everyone was trying to get into that kind of uh, teacher, kind of motivating students. But this one was a little bit different. So Tom Berenger was a mercenary, and he had a great crew. Uh, William uh, uh, Forsythe was on the crew, and this was one of his more crazy kind of... William Forsythe usually plays either quiet and contained madman or just out of control ripping the ceiling off madman yeah. and this was that one yeah <laughs> uh, Raymond Cruz was also in this Raymond Cruz was the guy from Training Day I get my shit pushed in yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's awesome he, he was, was in from, uh, Breaking, uh, Bad. Breaking Bad yeah he played Tico in Breaking Bad he was really good uh, his other crew was uh, oh uh, Louis Guzman yeah, uh, on great. it, and then the black guy from Law and Order, that uh, Richard Brooks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was really, he was like fucking young and like uh, and fit as hell in this movie, and so they had just got done with uh, this huge mission, and they had like uh, obliterated the team. The U.S. government has like absolved them from whatever future responsibilities they have so they were just kind of out there trying to get jobs and there was this great moment in the movie where he's going on this interview for a job and he's i guess there with another mercenary like a leader who's uh kind of giving his resume and he put together a vhs tape of That's all his right. highlights yeah. and everything yeah. and you could just see tom berenger he just bust out laughing at some point because yeah. they add like flame and everything into yeah. it. And it it's like some fake uh movie trailer or something and the guy gives him his uh tape and he and the woman's like you have a tape he says no i don't have a tape yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, he gets in an argument with that uh, the guy for the job. He actually makes him shit his pants. <laughs> it's a great scene. The guy's talking about how much fiber he has to eat on this new diet is, and then Tom Berenger gets pissed at him at some point, grabs him by the throat, and throws him against the wall, and just shits his pants. <laughs> it was awesome. That's uh, great. I know. Well, he goes, lost <clears throat> so he goes home, and he doesn't have basically a job, and he's married to, or he's dating um, uh, Diane Veron- uh, Venora who we just did in our character actors pod, the girl that played the Russian and oh, yeah, uh, the yeah. jackal. Mm-hmm. She's the teacher that's at this uh, school in like a uh, crazy urban area that makes uh, Lean on Me look really upscale. Yeah. Because the, <laughs> and the head uh, scumbag in this movie was uh, Mark Anthony. Uh, oh, from, nice. like, oh, that's uh, right, yeah. From uh, Bringing Out the Dead and uh, J-Lo fame, yeah. I guess. As his, uh, He's a singer. Yeah, he's a singer, too. Yeah. I guess he did that. I think that's <laughs> who everybody knows him as. Yeah. So in this, he was just a skinny punk, man, but these kids ruled this school. You could tell that there was a, uh, a gang in the school and drugs were being funneled in. The principal was Ernie Hudson, who was trying to work everything out. Um, spoiler, I'll, I'll reveal a couple of the spoilers coming up in this movie. So I'll alert you now, but it's not anything that's going to ruin anything for you. For a 20-year-old uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets attacked. Diane Verona gets attacked by one of her students, and they, they like, they break her they leg. like break her leg with like a leg of pipe at the beach. This big, Why? This big Indian Why? guy came up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> uh, so she's got to be out of town, and he... She's talking about how horrible the school is. So he basically has Louis Guzman work up this resume for him as the substitute teacher that's going to go in there. Yeah. Right when he goes in there, he's going to clean house, man. And that's exactly what he does. He does. He digs deep. He finds out where the drugs are going. And he finds out that the principal, Ernie Hudson, is like a bad motherfucker, man, yeah. who is like uh, buying the drugs and supplying it with the into the gang members who is like filtering it through the system. Through the school. Through the school. Yeah. But the te- uh, as Tom Berenger, he's teaching some of the students. He's getting them to not as much as like Dangerous Minds and everything. Yeah. That's kind of an afterthought. This is mainly this is guns and people blowing up and people. Yeah. One of the best scenes of the movie is where Ernie Hudson finds out that he's a mercenary and he, he wants to get him out of there. So he knows he's going to be staying late and he tells uh, Mark Anthony, "Go in there with your crew and take care of this." And he says, "I'll and and I've got my walkie-talkie. Let me know when it's done." So Tom Berenger comes out of this school and he sees them in there and he ducks back into the school and uh before he had done that he put a bulletproof vest on he's got his knives and his guns and so because he knew it was going to happen mark anthony comes in and they have this great fight in the library and there's one of the other teachers in there and it's the teacher from uh or it's the actress from nine to five uh, you, that, get uh, a yeah, uh, yeah, you get a girl. Yeah, you get a girl. Uh, no, already, and he tells her, lock yourself in that room and don't come out no matter what you hear or something. So they come in there and uh, he uh, disarms himself and uh, because they pull guns on him and uh, he t- ends up taking one of them out one at a time, but he throws one of them out the window and it flies right by Ernie Hudson's window. And Ernie Hudson automatically thinks it's Tom Berenger, so he calls the cops. There's been an accident and everything. Yeah. And he's they're like address and all of a sudden the second body yeah. <laughs> flies yeah. out behind him and he's yeah. like ah, I'm going to have to call you back yeah. <laughs> and then boom another body comes flying out yeah. and everything man that's so awesome he ends up throwing every single guy out there yeah. and then he gets his jacket back on and everything and he walks down the hallway and he runs into Ernie Hudson he's like oh you wanted to talk to me about something didn't you yeah. he's like oh, it'll wait till tomorrow Yeah, <laughs> type of thing so then it becomes just like him against Ernie man well, isn't there a point where like William Forsyth like kind of just goes nuts yeah he yeah. goes nuts at a couple different points in the movie yeah i'm Uh, sure that. but it it was a very action-packed ending man the last like third of it uh 
it was almost like they were uh, infiltrating like a foreign country or something. That's when the school stuff had just kind of let it go and he was outside dealing with Ernie Hudson and his dealer and Mark Anthony and everything. And there was a lot of kind of great explosions and the team taking people out. And it was good, man. Hell yep. yeah. Louis Guzman had to take one for the team, roll a, uh, do one of the roll the grenades down to the guy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he didn't roll it. He, uh, that's right. He, he jumped uh, on it? No, he had it in his hand. And yeah, uh, the guy he pulled the guy in and held him there while he uh, oh, set the grenade right. off and had like a one-liner to him, and it was mm. fun. Yeah, it was great. I love the substitute. Never saw any of the sequels, but like you said, I love Tweet Williams. I it. saw two. Um, I don't remember it well, but I remember thinking, you know, it was yeah. pretty decent. The first yeah. one was good, and like I said, and this could have easily been. Uh, you, you got Dangerous Minds, then you got the principal, and then you got the substitute, and that kind of tells the escalation of it. Yeah, because in Dangerous Minds, she wasn't being. Like, she wasn't being physical with these guys. Yeah, And in the principal, he was being physical with a bat with yeah. these students. And then in the uh, in the subsuit, I mean, it was all out guns and shooting you and throwing you out the window. Drug wars in Drug the high wars. school, yeah. yeah. It was fun, though. Hell, yeah. Um, so this, I, I freaking love this movie. <laughs> and I love the main character in it, too. This is 1996, John Lovitz. High school high. <laughs> this was the Zucker Brothers, right? Yeah, well, it, was it was one the of Naked Gun. It was one. It was one of them. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, this in the theater too. Did you? Was, I did too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Was it good? It, it was, was funny. funny, dude. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I watched it again last night. Speaking of Dangerous Minds, because it was just a basic parody of Dangerous Minds, right? It was or a like, couple different movies. Yeah, it was like that yeah. and Lean on Me yeah. and like just uh, airplane high school movies, man. Yeah, it was like Lean on Me, Dangerous Minds, and Airplane. I remember you know? Tia Carrera was in it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Mackay Pfeiffer, oh, um, from Clockers. Uh, yeah, he was huge for a while. Wasn't he from the program also? Um, I don't think he was in the program. No, PC... I, maybe Higher Learning. Higher, higher Learning. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Cuban B is in this movie. Oh, wow. Uh, he's the yeah. he's the main uh, like drug dealer right. bad guy. That's yeah. Funny. This was before. This was probably right before Half Baked. Yeah, it has to be. Um, Ninety six. Yeah. Um, Marco Rodriguez. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he's the dude from Scarface. I the, think from the Scarface? friend. Yeah. No. The, no. Uh, you got his picture there. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm confused. Maybe I'm thinking he's somebody else. Oh no, that I do know him. He was a Nightcrawler. He was the one that he uh, that wouldn't hire him. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um. So, uh, John Lovitz is the son of like a rich educator, you know, at a very prestigious school, but he's also just a fucking idiot, you know? Um, and he wants to get a real job. Like his dad. I didn't know there was even a plot to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably could have just. Because it's, it's all about just, just the little funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and so he goes from this upstanding, wealthy private <laughs> school to like literally when he pulls up Central LA it's a war zone it's a fucking war you know Um, and there's just so many but he plays it oblivious doesn't he oh yeah absolutely (laughs) he you know he plays it like Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds you know Um, and it's just it's so funny like I wrote down I I just wrote down a couple of things since I saw it I can't remember I I loved it I thought it was funny because I was a back then you were always you went to see Hot Shots you went to see Naked Gun Loaded Weapon yeah uh, Top Secret those were all those types of movies it's all that you know so they kind of got old after a while when mm, Not Another Teen movie was coming out and stuff you were like eh okay so Tia Carrere is uh, is his like love interest in the movie and everything 
and eventually, <laughs> eventually they get together and they're you know gonna have sex and the lights are off and everything. I'm calling BS. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's like, oh my god, you're a virgin, and she goes, no, no, my panties are still on, and he's like, oh, and then he goes, oh, but wait, I mean, still I can, and she goes, I'm over here, and the cat goes, <laughs> like, oh my god, dude, it's so funny when that fucker. It's just fucking like. <laughs> humor like that so they have to at one point they have to like catch the city bus but the city bus doesn't stop in that part of town so it shows the bus just driving down the street and like 10 people running after the bus to like try and get on it while it's still moving because they won't stop like it's just you know it's slapstick comedy Mm. all over you know um and the same thing is like so there's there's a drug ring in the school you know, and he's going to have to bring it down. And it turns out that the Cuban principal, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, he's the head dealer, but the principal uh, is the one who's, you know, the Mr. The a. Thing, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just slapstick and it's fucking hysterical and it's a lot I, of fun. I totally forgot about this movie too. And yeah. I'm, I'm not worth sure I've watching. seen it. It oh, is. Yeah, it I actually is. is. If you right like now. those types I, of movies. I, I, sometimes I do. Yeah. It's goofy and it's silly. I have to be in the mood for that. Yeah. And it's also, I think it's also only like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, those minutes. movies are super short. Like yeah. the Naked Guns. I love the Naked Guns. But yeah. even those got old after a while. That's why I was glad. 33 and do, a third. They didn't do a sequels yeah. to it. I'm all 44 Those movies really need like one shots. You know, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was fun, man. Like loaded weapon, we didn't need a loaded weapon part two. Yeah, we had a part one exactly. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got? For All your right. number so one? this one would probably be one of the more dramatic ones, even though I thought it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> was uh, Cruel Intentions, another oh. Reese Witherspoon movie mm-hmm. on my list? That's crazy. That's right. Oh wow. Let's see. This I don't. Re- I, this I've is, seen uh, parts Ryan of this. Ryan Felipe, yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar in Selma a role Blair. you'll never see her in. Selma Blair in a role mm-hmm. you'll never see her in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember this being like a twisted movie, but I don't twisted. remember exactly so, how everything it, it's went. Ryan it's Felipe, prep is that it's, what it was? it's high school prep school. Yeah, okay. So it's it's qualifies, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Felipe are half, not even half brothers and sisters. I think. The father, like step siblings. Yeah, they the their parents married, mm-hmm. and so now they live and they're like uber wealthy. Like right. I don't even think they show the parents. Mm-hmm. I think they weren't even home for the whole school year. <laughs> like convenient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, Ryan Felipe was obsessed with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and mm-hmm. she, Sarah Michelle Gellar was probably she's pretty sexy in this movie she always she always had she always be buffy to you no she just always had (laughs) that bitchy aura to me in everything she played she might be the sweetest uh, actress in the world but every time i I see her it's one of those things that i'm almost already pissed off at her before she even opens her mouth (laughs) (laughs) wrongfully uh, so next (laughs) get her in the grunge get her little kid (laughs) ryan felipe is one of those playboy rich people that just has screws girls over right mm-hmm. and so they make a bet at the beginning of the school year because reese witherspoon shows up and she's like like almost kind of like when she was in election she was like super accomplished she was going places she wasn't annoying like mm. that but so the bet was One sarah dollar. michelle geller would, <laughs> would let would let ryan felipe have sex with her if she he was able to seduce the other girl and then what other girl? Uh, Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Character. You can have sex with her as long you as can, you seduce her. No, you. Sarah Michelle Gellar said she would have sex with Ryan Felipe if Ryan Felipe seduced. That's a weird bet. 
well, he was obsessed with his stepsister, mm-hmm. and so that he she wanted to see the other girl's life ruined, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how she and thought that's was how do that's it. how she was going to do it because Ryan Felipe had a terrible reputation. Track <laughs> yeah, he had a bad reputation, and she was trying to ruin the other girl's reputation. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was just that going mm-hmm. back. But then Ryan Felipe f- falls in love with her, mm-hmm. and then like you know the bets off and whatever. Right. But there was all there was a lot of subtext in this he, movie. He slept with Sarah Michelle Gellar. They never got to that. Oh, they never got to that. No, he. Uh, who's Selma Blair playing this? Selma Blair is uh, an, another kind of protege that Sarah Michelle Gellar was taking care of. She was kind of like the popular girl at school, but she was evil and nobody knew it. She had a crucifix. It was a Catholic school, and like she would always grab it and say, "I trust in this." And then one time, you see her in the bathroom. And she unscrews it, and there's like a coke knife at the end of the crucifix, uh, and she's digging stick. cocaine out of, oh the, out of the crucifix. That's and funny. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I don't know if I, there's a spoiler, uh, and I won't ruin it, because I think you should see it if you haven't mm. seen it. Mm. Um, it it's, My it girl has loved this, too. A ton, she, was a, she was a fan. Yeah, and the soundtrack is great. Um, the the Just the feel of the movie was great. Sarah Michelle Gellar plays an awful... Yeah, she's person. Like, and she's she like does a it. puppet master kind of yeah. in this and type of thing. Does it great, and they just go, they screw different people's lives, and they have no problem with ruining people's lives. Like, yeah. And that's kind of a theme, really. In your all movies, these, <laughs> all of my movies, it's just about like, maybe it's like me, girls, maybe fast times, and high. Yeah, it's all. I, but it's funny because I must be a voyeur in that realm because I. I have none of that experience from mm. my going to school. Right. Like, pff, I, we were all friends. We were friends with our teachers. Yeah. Mm. Because it was one to seven ratio of well, students. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> no, I, even Mr. Conley, yeah. that last year I was up there, he, he, that was all an act. Yeah, yeah. And he was actually kind of funny. It was a mean act. Though. It was very mean. <laughs> but it was one of those hardcore teachers that would ream, was, a, ream a student in front of oh, 20 other students. Oh, he bitched you out yeah. one day. At least I skipped did. school to play golf. Yeah. If he did that, yes. at least in private, <laughs> he yeah. bitched me out. But uh, he did it one time in uh, class, too. He had There was like some homework we had to do, and uh, uh, there was one question that I thought it had an overall... Uh, answer that you had to give and yeah. apparently had like 10 parts to it oh, so they had other students grading my stuff and they could he could from the front while he was doing the stuff could see them xing 10 times oh, on my wow. paper and she's like whose paper is that and that he it was mine and i was like i didn't know that's what they were wanting and everything and he just like reamed me out oh, in front of the whole God. class i was like fuck man scumbag <laughs> hate you carol conley <laughs> 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 carol conley yeah it's the only uh, male Carol I ever knew in my life. So. Very uh, Irish name. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Like he's a preacher now. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, mom, he went to Christian school, so. Well, he was never a preacher. He was yeah. just a, he was the principal of that place. Yeah. I told you I called back there to get my transcripts like four or five years ago, and they remembered my name. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's how small they are there. I yes. guess. I wonder who's still working there. I don't know. Probably nobody. <laughs> It's all a new crowd. Christian. All right, it's a big fat, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go over. Uh, so cruel intentions. All right, so my number one here, and I've loved this movie since it came out. Uh, I was a huge fan. I love all the actors from this movie. Also, a, a prep school. This is 1991's Toy Soldiers. Pots and pans. Pots and pans. Oh, <laughs> pots and pans. Man, this is such a great movie, man. So you got. A lot of famous people in this movie went on to have big careers. Sean Astin was awesome. This is my second Sean Astin yeah. movie. Uh, he was super friggin' uh, fit in this movie, man. I bet he wishes he was, was it a military that academy. Yeah, it wasn't. Sort of. No, it wasn't really a military academy. It was just a prep school, and uh, 
the thing was is that all the soldiers. all the uh, well, you'll see why. <laughs> <laughs> The, but these kids, so you got Sean Ashton, you got uh, Keith Coogan, who a lot of people know him from um, Adventures in Babysitting. He was the kid that was obsessed with, uh, with uh, what's her name? Damn. Christina Applegate. Is he the one that sued no, Kevin Spacey? She wasn't in that one. Is he the one that sued <laughs> Kevin Spacey? Uh, no, that was... Uh, the other guy that from was, Adventures in Babysitting? That's the other kid, his friend, oh, yeah, okay. the funny one. But uh, Keith Coogan's actually the grandson of Uncle Fester. I never that's knew this crazy. until yesterday. Oh, wow. I looked at uh, you also got Will Wheaton and uh, Lou Gossick Jr. is like the headmaster. <laughs> I can't stop with. A, I have to talk about Family Guy Stewie. Yeah, Will Remember? Wheaton. He always just says yeah. Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> Most people think of him from Big Bang Theory now because he's in so many of the Big Bang Theory oh, is episodes. He? Oh, yeah. Uh, but Lou Gossick Jr. is the headmaster, and then right under him is Denholm Elliott, who's the guy from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. uh, who's the uh, Indy's friend. Yeah. Uh, he'll he was great. blend he'll in. He'll blend in. You'll never see him in your again. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is these kids are like, uh, all their parents are like super high up in like society one of them's the one of them's father is like the head of the republican national convention another one of the uh fathers uh will wheaton's dad is a mobster played by jerry orbach and then you've got um i guess sean ash's father's a uh, contractor but he's like the third biggest contractor in the world so all these rich kids yeah. of uh all these kids of rich parents go to uh, school so a lot of them are very high profile too so at the very beginning of the movie, we see this mercenary group trying to uh, uh, liberate uh, liberate a whole bunch of uh, people, and it goes wrong. So they've established that this group is out there. And the main guy is the guy from Another 48 Hours. He has that teardrop, teardrop uh, yeah. tattoo on mm-hmm. him, and he was uh, after Eddie Murphy through the whole thing. And then his right-hand man was Michael Ironside's right-hand man from uh, Total Recall. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, glasses. The, the glasses, and he had the white yeah, hair, yeah. and he was always with Michael Ironside. So those guys decide to go to the school because what happens is the main, like, terrorist, I guess you'd call him, they were trying to get his dad out of prison. So their idea was they're going to go to this high-profile school, mm-hmm. hold these kids hostage, and... Uh, uh, establish uh, contact with the outside and then say, this is what we want. You're going to release my dad from prison. And this, and that's, everything will go fine. Don't worry. About yeah. <laughs> but he's got these kids who are like toy soldiers. See how we're yeah. back in. But they're like all troublemakers. They show a great scene at the uh, beginning where they show them sneaking into the basement. And remember they, uh, they tap into the phone lines and they all have like homemade uh, whiskey that they've mixed with yeah, the scope. Uh, the, it's like scope bottles, yeah. but it mixed it with peppermint schnapps so they wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't uh, just by smelling it. You'd think it would be uh, a peppermint and they didn't get away with it because Lou Gossett Jr. found out. But they were like calling porno lines in the basement and everything. And that's where <laughs> yeah. Lou Gossett Jr. came in there and he's smart too. He's like, he, Sean Ashton's the only one there. And he's like, yep, well, Mr. So-and-so come out. And then Will Wheaton showed up. And then, so he's got a crew of like five guys. Yeah. So what happens is just one morning while they're starting the day, uh, the terrorists just walk into the hall and boom, Uzi's in the air and everything. Yep. And Nothing they had gets wired, attention more than it. Uh, Uzi. Yeah, no they shit. had wired the entire school with, I thought it was funny, I showed <laughs> Dave. I said, they wired this, they had a close-up of it and they're wiring the school with C3, not C4. <laughs> C3, it's way more volatile. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta watch that out, one man. number it's, away, it's, oh, it's, a, it's so a, now it's an odd number. Unstable. So now it's unstable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so they wire the whole thing and then he has like a dead man switch on his hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if something goes up with his pulse, the uh, 
the whole school will blow up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> what if you just got spooked from somebody around the corner? <laughs> you got to be careful, man. A lot of this was that. What, a lot of what was great about this was those tense moments yeah. where every hour they were going to count the students, and they knew there was ninety-two students there. That's right. right. And Sean that Ashton was at one point scene. he was up in the rafters or something. Well, right? no, Sean Ashton had plans the entire school and they marked where every one of the terrorists was. And Lou Gossett Jr. was on the outside with the military uh, that uh, was out there along with Arlie Emery was mm-hmm. like the main guy from uh, Full Metal Jacket, the mm-hmm. drill instructor. He's out there waiting for him. And so at one point, Sean Ashton says, I got to slip out and I got to give him the plans and I can get back within that hour yeah. before it count. So he gets out there, and uh, the military says, we're not bringing you back in there, kid. Yeah. He says, no, you got to bring me up in there. They're going to kill five people yeah. but if I'm not back there in an hour. And he's talking to Lou Gossett Jr. He says, this is the plan. This is all you need to know. I need to leave. He says, you're not leaving anyways. And he's like, screw this. And he pushes the guy out of the way and knocks the tent down and steals the Jeep, and he just flies down. It's one of my favorite cool scenes. Scene. It's a really great scene. Yeah. So he goes through the tunnel, and on the way into the tunnel, he falls face first into the water. Yeah. So now he's soaking wet. Yep. And uh, his friends are freaking out. They're actually in line, and they're counting, and they find one of the guys like doubling in line. He's yeah. like, get back in line. And they were like, uh, they literally had pulled oh, guys out to yeah. shoot him in yeah. the back of the head. And they were like, give me five guys, and they, they got the, bullet, uh, the gun to the back of the head. And uh, there's a tense scene where Sean Ashton is looking like up into the uh, building because there's two guys on the roof with like uh, 50 cals. Mm-hmm. And uh, he waits while they're shooting at the helicopters. He bolts across the thing and he's stripping his clothes off as he's going down the hallways and grabs a towel and wraps it around his waist. And says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was in the shower. shower and everything. Yeah. Oh, man, Ugh. it was such a great scene. Yeah. That scene, and there was another great scene where they had a remote control like glider that they yeah. were that they were controlling at the beginning of the movie and they knew it was in the headmaster's office because they had he had confiscated it from him. so they had an idea he met this one tech kid and they went into the uh, ventilation shaft and went through the ventilation shaft and uh dipped down into Lou Gossett Jr.'s office while they knew the terrorist was in the other room and they switched the motor uh, chip. There was the, a, the chip. There was like kind a, of a it's kind of guidance like a, chip or something. Yeah, some weird guidance chip from the glider and put it uh, uh, in his dead thing. In, in the like thing that controlled the, the dead switch on his hand. That's so, right. So at the end, when he thought all was lost and they're infiltrating the whole thing and he's got Sean uh, Ashen uh, by the throat... He uh, he pushes the button and you think he's it's gonna explode and it starts up the glider in the yeah. other side of the room and he just turns Sean Ashton around and screams at him. Yeah. It was so great. I showed Dave. It was probably one of the most realistic headshots I've ever seen in a movie before. Is when they shoot that head terrorist in the head. Mm-hmm. Lou Gossett Jr. busts through the uh, window at some point and he doesn't get the shot off. It would have been better if he took the shot. Yeah. But it was one of the uh, SWAT guys by the window took the shot. Hit him clear as day on camera right in the temple mm-hmm. and it looked real man i don't know how they the hell they did they must have done one of the line, line pulls pull up, and everything is what they kind of did because it looked like took it took a chunk just, out of his head oh yeah, wow it was really cool and uh yeah it was just a super fun movie man and I, I watched it at a great age i was probably like 16 17 when i watched this and they were probably only a couple of years older and it, any of those movies you can kind of put yourself that's kind of all these I high school movies <laughs> i mean that's what's kind of going on with all these mm. high school movies either you're watching it and you're wishing man i wish i was part of that or 
for the most part, it was, damn, I'm glad I'm not part of that, <laughs> you know, because you look at mean girls and you're like, man, I'm not I'm so glad I'm not in school now or in this kind of time period where people are being bullied through social media or texting and stuff. Can you imagine having phones and social media in high school? Oh, oh yeah, no. I, I think there would be more harm than good. I'm surprised people learn anything. Yeah. Well, a lot of teachers got to take those or they threaten to take that shit from students, I think, if they bust them out. I think students you these days so know well enough. If you with electronic devices now. Yeah, but it's it's only it's the same exact thing as having a written on a piece of paper though. If they see you, you just got to be diligent watching them. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it as a student. I certainly wouldn't want to do it as a teacher. I mean, now you got to worry about uh, someone coming in and shooting the whole place up. The yeah. worst yeah. we had to worry about in school is someone was going to kick your ass. And even then, and even then, it was one shot, and then someone broke it up. So, all right, but that's about it for yeah. the. Uh, for the high school movies, like I said, we could have done like three, four, or four of these, man. Yeah. So we might. Have I got to another five this. ready to go. I like the <laughs> random, uh, the audible of the uh, Billy Madison. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Madison deserves being here. <laughs> so great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to do one of our actor retrospectives. Somebody that has so many goddamn movies that I have to like even knock them off the list. Uh, even good ones left off the list. Yeah, I mean you you have to when you have like forty or fifty really good ones, and that's the great Nicholas Cage. I'll just oh. let you know who it is, man. Nick and Cage. Then, huh? Nick Cage, man. And then we've got a great one the week after that one. I'll uh, I'll leave kind of as a secret because we're approaching 100 man we got some exciting stuff planned Getting for number close. 100 hell yeah what uh, is this 92 92 uh, but if you want to get a hold of us check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud so you can give us a like or a comment uh, if you want to look at for us on Facebook it's Fascinated with Films and if you want to get a hold of us through email it can be done at uh, Fascinated with Films at gmail.com exciting yeah. stuff yeah. hell yeah alright so I guess we'll leave it at that Till next week Nick Cage time Nick Cage see ya Peace. Bye. This disease is called gingivitis, and it occurs because ginger kids have no souls. (laughs) 